Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and thank you for tuning in to our Thursday night programming of Totally Driven Radio. <laughs> but why wouldn't you tune into the greatest show heard all around the world? Because it's we're kicking off the new year, it is 2017, I, and I never thought I'd never like actually have to say those words. But it's 2017. It's our first live show of the year. We are back. We're ready. We're ready to kick it off. I got announcements to make. I got a lot of things going on behind the scenes, and we got a kick-ass freaking show for you tonight. It's a fun show. I can't wait to get involved, get it going, be talking to our guests. We're going to have some fun. We're going to be rocking out. We're going to be uh, doing some headbanging. We're going to be doing some laughing. We're going to be doing some, uh, maybe some serious talk, maybe some joking around. Who knows? But we're going to do it all because we're totally jerking. So my name is Bay Ragney. Along by my side tonight, I have my good friend. He's down south. He's actually on the road, on the road on a mission. He's being totally driven tonight. His name is Mr. Jimmy Gennetti. What's going on there, Gennetti? Hey, heading to Miami. Now, when you said that, I I just pictured Will Smith in my head. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Now, what what was that Uh, that song he did? What was that Miami Uh, song he did? I have no clue. You you got the wrong man on that one. Um, No clue. But I am listening to some awesome tunes, because now Sirius XM has a Billy Joel channel. God bless them. So, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. You, you wonder, like, and I've always asked this, like, uh, like with the whole uh, Sirius XM, like, how can they not have, like, a Billy Joel channel? They don't have a Beatles channel. How can you not have a freaking Beatles channel? 
but yet you have the Grateful yeah. Dead channel. You got a Pearl Jam channel, but you don't have the Beatles. Yeah. I, you know, the only thing I can think of is the uh, maybe that type of uh, collection would be just too expensive for them. Oh, I never thought maybe. of that. They, that's the only, you know, that's the, the one thing I, I always thought of. If these guys got to buy this stuff, you know, right. <laughs> and pay money to run that right. shit. So, you know, they may not be able to afford I never thought of that. See, this is why I need to have guys like you and guys like the person who's going to get a grand entrance right now. Let's welcome back. (laughs) I'm going to give him a standing ovation because I'm very excited by this. He's coming back. He's excited. I'm excited. And he's excited. Let's welcome back to the show. After he took a little break, he came back uh, end end of the year, and now we're going to kick off the year together, and he's back, and we're going to have a lot of fun in 2017 together. Our good friend, the one, the only, Mr. Nick Wilkinson. What's going on there, buddy? See, now people are going to think I waited to call in. <laughs> oh, I told you. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's, What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. It's been a busy day. Uh, yeah, you had, a, you had an interesting day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I absolutely did, buddy. (laughs) More more than you know since the last time we talked. Uh Uh-oh. That don't sound good. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, maybe we'll discuss that later if you feel like it, or uh, you can just let me know off air. (laughs) It's all good? It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, Later on, I'll tell you about it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I got news for you. I got news okay. for Kennedy. I got news for you. I am so, I'm going to say, I'm so fucking excited. I am, I am, I am beyond stoked. Uh, earlier this week, I made the announcement on social media. We got our first show together, our first uh, official, quote-unquote, like, concert, we'll say, we're putting on. Right. And that's going to be uh, March 3rd at Tusk on South Street here in Philly. And we're going to have... Uh, the band Mach 22 from Philly, as well as coming down from New York, uh, Crazy Rob, Rob Carlisle from the Compulsions, which I, we had an interesting phone call the other day, which I wish that phone call was on the air because people would be laughing their ass off. Um, but, but Rob's coming down from New York, and we're going to do an acoustic show. We're going to change it up a little bit. And I have a third artist to be announced very shortly as well. But in the, in oh. the, last, in the last 60 minutes, Something I've been working on for about two months now. I finalized the building for the fifth anniversary of Totally Driven Radio. The show will be our big fifth anniversary party of Totally Driven Radio. May 13th. May 13th. That's May all I'm going to say. Yes. As I am working on getting the building locked down. So stay tuned for the big announcement. So there you go. You're finally yeah. getting Joan Jett. <laughs> you know what? That would that would be it. That you know, <laughs> that, that would like I think put us totally on the map. Oh man! 
So, but, but we're going to put ourselves on the map again tonight, as we do every week. We have coming up in, a, in just under five minutes, we have uh, Kristen Burt calling in, our Hollywood correspondent. She's calling in with all the top news stories of the week coming out of Hollywood. I'm sure we'll reflect on um, some of the deaths that we missed over our short little uh, holiday vacation. And, um, yeah, we're into the new year, and so far, as of January 5th, we've lost no uh, stars or icons. <laughs> So far. So far. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Which I'm going to make my prediction on the first death of uh, of 2017 when Kristen comes on. But uh, coming up at 9 o'clock, oh, okay. making her, de- <laughs> make, making her yeah. debut. Which we, I didn't. We should do a death pool. Uh, you know? <laughs> no, I, yeah, I didn't win the dead pool last year. Fucking Kardashian West family. Well, <laughs> come on now. All know. the people, they could have taken at least one of them. I would have tied. You know what, oh, though? You bastards. might get some points for the whole, like, <laughs> abduction thing. I mean, you came close. I uh, know. I didn't get anything. <laughs> That's why I'm saying. That's why I was saying. All I had to do was kill one of them. Just one. Well, well how Bastard. about those, those, the death of Bruce Jenner count? No. I would count that. He was on the show. I was it is it. not. It is. Stop that. Uh, it is dumb. <laughs> they still call him Bruce. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, remember that movie? Remember uh, what was it? Yeah. It was called that. They call him Bruce. Yeah, it was, <laughs> they call me Bruce. And then the 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 uh, sequel was called. Your, they still call me Bruce. Right. See. See. There you go. He he was the uh, sequel. Yeah, that, oh, that's man. right. But uh, coming up at nine o'clock, making uh, making their debut, a Philly band, which it's it's kind of scary with this band, which I, I don't want to see too many details. But they're called Crown of Earth, and they're from the Philly area, and I never really heard of them. And uh, their PR guy uh, sent them to me a couple week, couple weeks ago when we were booking up some dates with some of his artists, and um, then I get sent a press release to put out for them, and I put it out, and I open it up, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh shit, like. I know that guy, and uh, kind of, I don't personally know this other guy, but I've seen him around the area. It, it's, it was kind of weird. It, so it was like, wow, these guys are like Delco boys. They're, they're, from, the, they're from the hood. So uh, we got the lead singer of Crown of Earth coming on. His name's Danny Knight. So we'll be talking to him at 9 o'clock. And then uh, coming up at 10 o'clock, rounding out the show, we call her the princess of Totally Driven. And uh, I, I guess she really proved it. Uh, with our 2016 end of the year awards, when she walked away with two awards, and um, thanks to Nick, and uh, yeah, Nick really put her over <laughs> the top. To me. Nick really put her over the top, and she ended up winning uh, best overall guest as well as um, uh, best musical guest. And her name is Rachel Lorraine. So we'll be talking to Rachel um, coming up at 10 o'clock. And she's got some uh, some big news coming out, some announcements as well, and she's going overseas for a little uh, some dates to do and all that. So we're gonna have a little fun, as she said in her her release today. We're gonna talk music and we're gonna talk life, so we're gonna have a fun talk. And as always, we're gonna have a fun talk right now. Let's welcome for the first time in 2017 the one, the only, our good friend Miss Kristen Burt. Hello, Kristen. How you doing? I'm great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You had a fun uh, little holiday vacation I saw going on. Yeah, I was all over the place uh, this year. We went to a spa and then 
Uh, I went to Club 33 at Disneyland. Do you know what that is? No. Okay, so there's actually a private club within Disneyland. There's one in California Adventure as well. Disney World does not have it. Um, but it was a club that Walt built. Um, it was being built while he was alive, and he passed away before it was completed. Um, and I'm not a member, so let me just throw that out right now <laughs> before I start telling you membership fees. But it's like $20,000 a year to be a member of. Um, and it's located in New Orleans Square, right over kind of like the Pirates of the Caribbean area. And um, you can – there's fine dining there. And then there's like a separate new – brand, brand new, but a separate new kind of like lounge area um, within the club. And so you have to have a member um, – Get, make you a reservation to dine there. And oh. um, if you want to go into the lounge area, you have to go in with a member. So, like, you can go into the fine dining area with just a reservation and no member, but the member has to make you a reservation. But to get into the lounge, you have to be with a member. So it's really an interesting experience. And you feel like you're away from all the riffraff. Like, you can go in. It's the only place you can drink within Disneyland. Um, it's fun. It's really fun. Now, how far did you get in? We got all the way in, and and let me tell you, it, we only had reservations for the dining room. Um, we had this amazing meal. It was my friend's birthday, um, and he he's had a lot of success in television, so he's recognizable-ish. Um, okay. If you watched if you watch Glee, you would definitely know who he is, and um, so he was recognized. And so another table started talking with us, and they were members, so they brought us over to the lounge. Um, so we intended to only spend a couple hours there. I wound up spending six hours in the lounge um, <laughs> and less wow. time on the rides and everything because it's like this weird little bubble you're in and it's delicious food and it's very relaxing and you feel like you're in another country. Oh, that's awesome. Look at you. Yeah, and you know, and I actually have been before. I went and I couldn't remember the year, but I'm going to say somewhere around 2008. Um, my now ex-boyfriend um, had taken me as a birthday gift, which is a really nice birthday gift. Um, but they've renovated the club since then. They did a huge renovation in 2010. So um, I never thought I'd get the opportunity to go back, and it was even better than the first time. Like, stepped up about 20 notches. There's a new chef there, and the lounge makes it a little bit extra. Um, and the waiting list is, like, 15, 20 years to get in. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's insanity. It's total insanity. And, I mean, it's like 20000 per year. That's not like 20000 lifetime. Every year you're, you're dropping twenty grand to have the opportunity to dine in this club. And your meals aren't free. Like, you're still paying. Like, the, the <laughs> cheeseburger there, and it's a really nice, like, truffle cheeseburger, but it's $33. It's not in and out burger. Wow. I know, now, right? <laughs> I'm not a Disney person, so I, I, I naturally did not hear none of this. Mm-hmm. How about uh, how about you guys, Nick or Janani? Did you ever hear of this? Oh yeah, definitely. I watch all these shows on like the Travel Channel, and they all do these like backstage passes, and you you get you see all this kind of cool stuff. Honestly, it's just stuff I always thought I'd see on TV. So <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> you never heard of it. You know, I'm just not a Disney fan. I, I I don't get into the whole Disney thing. Like I cringe. That's understandable. <laughs> you know, in New York City, see. they have some of these like um, they're like dinner clubs where it's I, I don't want to say similar, but it is in a way that you 
you know, you need reservations and memberships and stuff like that. And it's just a, you know, a wonderful meal. Yeah. I mean, and I have to be honest, like Disneyland has gotten, I used to be an annual pass holder and it was a fun place to like kind of go and hang out. Um, even on a random Tuesday night, like meet friends for dinner. But it, once they opened Cars, Cars Land, it's become so busy um, there, and it's ridiculous, and it's just one of those that's very frustrating. So I haven't gone to Disney in a while, but um, this is kind of a nice way to enjoy the park in a different way, go on a few rides, and then just kind of call it a day. Hmm. I, I've never been, never been to any of the, any of the Disney's. Disney World, I think, is way more fun than Disneyland. That's just my personal opinion. But it's a it's a very expensive vacation, and it's a it's a solid week long vacation because you have Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Epcot, I love. And um, you've got Animal Kingdom and the Hollywood Studios. So there's a lot to see there. And, and now, of course, Universal is down there with an amazing park and Harry Potter World. I mean, you could spend your entire time in an amusement park on that vacation. Yeah, that's, and that's what I hear from people. Like, I hear it's just, like, there's actually so much to do, and but it's so crowded. You end up spending most of your time in line waiting for things, and then on top of it, just how expensive it really is. It's incredibly expensive, and I will tell you that for a one-day pass um, at Disneyland, for one park, not two, is $120, and that's the kind of the peak fare, so during, like, holidays, weekends, things like that. Um, if you want to do California Adventure as well, it's $170. And, um, I mean, it's had an astronomical rise in price over the last five years, which to the point, I'm like, I don't know how a family of four enjoys a day at the park um, because it's $1,000 easily for one day, you know, not even oh, staying at a hotel. And, you know, you get four passes and you buy some food and you buy a couple, you know, trinkets for the kids and you're out a lot of money. So, um it, it's well, definitely uh, one of those things. It makes me, it bumps me out a little bit. As somebody with a family of four that's been to the park a couple of times, I'll tell you the, the secret is the uh, yearly pass. It really, it's expensive up front, but it saves you so much money later on. Have you bought the one recently, though, in the past couple of years? Because it's like I've, almost $1,000 now for one person. Yeah, I, I had it, we had it last year was the last year we had it, I think. Yeah. Okay. Or going yeah, into last year. So, because it's almost a thousand now, and I, when I had my annual pass, which I loved, and I think I I made it down to like seventeen dollars a visit or something crazy, but it was like six hundred fifty dollars, <laughs> and and I had like the third or fourth tier at that point, and now it's just it's a lot of money, right? <laughs> and so you have to go a lot, and if you're if you're in the area, it's great. You know what I mean? You can go a lot. It's it's your entertainment budget for the year, but um, right. The prices have been bad. <laughs> it almost sounds like Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny though because there is like there is like secret clubs and there's pin collectors and there's people that th- that know about like these crazy little Disney secrets and it, there is sort of a community of of real like hardcore Disney fans. Oh, I definitely agree with that. I mean, and you can meet some really great people through it, too. Um, and then you meet some really, really eccentric people through it as well. But, um, you know, some of the people that are obsessed with sort of the Disney history and Disney trivia and everything else, it's really, it's kind of fascinating because you'll learn a lot. Hmm. That's, yeah. Well, I, I got to tell you, I've been to Florida and California, and I prefer California. Um 
but that's only because we like we were like people watching the whole time, and it was really cool. And we met some, you know, um, mildly famous celebrity, and it, it was fun. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I just like Disney because the uh, Disney World, just because to me it's like the grand vacation that you take. You know, yeah. Where to me Disneyland is more of a couple day trip that kind of thing you could stay overnight at a hotel and do the park in two days you you know what was like that for me like you're describing orlando was when we went to sea world um i had waited so my whole life to see it and i don't know if you remember but back in like the the 90s and tgif every one of them families went to sea world and uh, <laughs> so that was like, you know, your success as a family if you get there. So when we finally got there, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I mean, and getting, if you were the kid picked to get kissed by Shamu, I mean, before the days of, you know, uh, some of the documentaries we've seen and, and you know, right. worrying about Shamu being in captivity, that obviously has changed tremendously. But, um, it, yeah, I was always like, I want to be the one picked to kiss Shamu. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Not me. No Shamu for me. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't want to be caught in the the park ever. <laughs> yeah. You know. So uh it's kind of been like for the most part a quiet week, hasn't it? Uh, this week is relatively quiet, but we are ramping up to the Golden Globes, which are happening on Sunday and Jimmy Fallon is hosting. So it'll kind of give an indication of what's happening with Oscar season and everything else. Um, but it was weird because normally the holiday season is relatively quiet. And unfortunately, sort of between Christmas and New Year's, we just had um, such a, a crazy week, um, you know, with the Carrie Fisher and the Debbie Reynolds news. And, you know, we had Alan Thicke we lost before Christmas. And um, it was just one of those, like, I – was kind of on call um, for work and I wound up working a lot in between Christmas and New Year's. And um, I've been happy that a couple days post um, New Year's, because I did go to Palm Springs for a little break, uh, were very quiet. So I was like, phew, all right. <laughs> Maybe 2017 will take on an easier tone than 2016 did. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, uh, it, I mean, all year long, I mean, we talked about it almost every week because there was always sadly somebody passing but that last week it was uh, it was rough it was it was hard hitting it it was hard hitting and i think um you know obviously debbie reynolds and carrie fisher it spanned several generations i mean not just their own generations because a lot of us have many ties to to them because of their movies and everything else um uh but i think like everyone just felt it you know when a mother passes away a day after her daughter and and we heard what her parting words were i you feel that as long as you're human, you feel something um, because it's, it's tremendously sad. And the, the grief was obviously there. And, uh, Carrie Fisher was just a hoot. I mean, we, I, I adored watching her interviews. There's, there's a few, there's one on good morning America and I haven't dug it up yet, but man, she's just like, she speaks her mind and she didn't care. And it was all good. And you're like, this is refreshing. Cause I'm so used to on being on the reporter side. So, so used to those politically correct answers. And hers weren't. <laughs> don't you hate them? And don't you just like inside just say, oh, stop it. Just let it out. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, you know, it's it's even um, there was a whole generation of Disney Channel kids at one point that were kind of what I call over-programmed by publicists, and they all had like the same little sound bite, and they just walk down the line and say it. Um, they they allow them to be a little bit more themselves and natural these days, but it, you know, I hate those robotic answers. It's annoying. Yeah, absolutely. Now it's weird. Like um, <laughs> last night, as I uh, made a little stop into my bathroom, I had a um, what's the name? A Rolling Stone magazine, I guess from like two or three weeks ago. And I hadn't looked at it yet. I'm paging through it. And the very last page is, um, they, I think they call it the final word. And it's a quick interview with somebody. And it was with Carrie Fisher. Oh. And the last question was, how do you want to be remembered after you die? And I was just like, oh my God, how eerie is this? Mm-hmm. It is. It's one of those that you're just like, it's so, yeah, you, you sit there and you listen to that and you're like, that reporter, like, what were they thinking? They were thinking nothing. They were like, it's just an interesting question. Right. And then it becomes wow. sort of this, like, legacy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. And, and George the, Michael, I forgot about George Michael, of course. Yeah, yeah. And with that, um, they, they came up inconclusive, if I'm not mistaken, the autopsy? Yeah, you know, that's that's an interesting one to me with um with George Michael. There's been a lot of rumors about his health over the last, I would say, decade or so. Um and a lot of rumors regarding AIDS, pneumonia, things of, of that nature. Um and you know, his um his publicist or his manager came up right away and said it was heart failure, like right away. And then an autopsy hadn't been done. So I, I don't know if he's a doctor <laughs> as well as being a manager. So that right. was a little bit like it raised a few eyebrows for me. It was one of those, I go, okay. Um, so I, I, I do think that um, maybe there's more to the story. Maybe his family just wants to keep private about it. His boyfriend said that he was hacked and he didn't do it. But, you know, there were tweets saying that, you know, George Michael had tried to kill himself many times um, over the years. And he was very open about his depression. So I think we don't have the full story. I don't know if the family wants us to have the full story. I don't know if we'll ever get it. What is uh, your honest opinion on what happened? What do you think it is? Um, I think there, I don't think it was just something simple like um, heart failure. Let me put it that way. Um, and I have heard the um, AIDS rumors for years. So right. I, I don't know, but I, it could be something related to that. Um, or it could be something related to his depression. And those, now, those the, to me, those kind of all go hand in hand too. Yeah. The, the pictures that did come out of him, uh, they, they were real grainy. I mean, were they actually him? Because, Honestly, he looked like me. I mean, he he looked like really like big. Like he gained a lot of weight. He looked very bloated. He looked bloated, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and and again, like that to me, oftentimes major weight loss, major weight gain, that can be you know associated with um, depression. I think we've all been there, where whether we've overeaten or undereaten because we've, we're stressed or you know there's a death in the family or something's happening. So um, it, it is those photos were tremendously hard to see and like you, you're kind of like okay yeah it is him but then you're like gosh that's not how I remember him and if, even if you look at like five years ago 2011 he was doing the carpool karaoke with James Corden he's good you know he looked in good health right. he was in decent shape so um, we don't know we don't really because he was out of the public eye so much the last year or so that we don't really know what was going on 
Hmm. It's crazy. Sad either way. Mm-hmm. It is tremendously sad. So um, I, I mentioned earlier I was going to throw out um, my death pred- my first death prediction of 2017. <laughs> You're doing a ghoul pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never heard it called that one. Usually I hear death pool, yeah. but a ghoul pool. Okay. Um, cool, cool. And I think it'll. I think my prediction will be a good one. And, and the way I'm looking at it too is, I think it's going to like um, where we had a, a bunch of icons taken from us in 2016 and uh, a bunch of sad losses. I think this one is going to like be a happy loss, and it's going to end um, the uh, you know the 2016 jinx, shall we say? And that is going to be Charles Manson. Oh. Oh yeah. I don't think anyone's going to be sad that he's gone, right? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm trying to think. Uh, I know, you know, people always, um, one of our radio stations out here does a ghoul pool every year. Um, and they ask people to pick their top three of who they think are going to pass. And so people always pick, you know, the ancient celebrities in Hollywood. I'm sure Kirk Douglas is on a lot of people's list because he just turned 100. Zsa Zsa Gabor was on everyone's list for a really long time. And we lost her over the holiday season. Um, um, Gloria Stewart. Do you remember Gloria Stewart from the Titanic? She lived to, like, I think 100 or something like that. She was another one. So it's always interesting to see those names that, that people pick. But Charles Manson someone that we'll all be like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever he decides to go. See ya. <laughs> what is taking you so long, Charles? Yeah, he caused a lot of terror. I mean, if you talk to people that lived in – the Los Angeles area um, during that time period. And they were like, it was extremely scary because they were, you know, on the loose, that kind of thing. And, you know, the Sharon Tate murders, those were brutal. Those were so brutal. Yeah. Sad. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So how about, uh... um, and then the other, I was going to say the other big news was the Mariah Carey meltdown on um, New Year's. <laughs> oh, what a train wreck. You know, it, I, I think both sides are kind of at fault in this, and no one wants to take responsibility, honestly. Because if you can't hear, you can't hear. Um, and I don't know if anyone understands, like, what she's trying to hear in her ear. If those ears are dead, you've got nothing. All you hear right. is a bunch of, like, bass. You hear just, like, oons, 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 that kind of thing. Um, but her creative director was fired the other day, and I don't know if a lot of people know this. And not only is he in charge of her choreography, he's a dancer, um, but he's also in charge with, like, the staging of everyone. And he moved her background, her background singers at the last minute to risers in front so that she could not even hear them singing. And had, she been, had they been placed behind like they normally are, um, she would have been at least able to hear where they were in the song and maybe been able to get on track. And because he right. did that without, like, approval of her or her manager or the rest of the team, she fired him. Why would because that would have been kind of like the final safety net. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's your last go-to, and you're like, all right, well, let me at least listen to the backup singers and what they're singing. Because it could right. have rescued her. Wow. That's just weird. Yeah, and that part of the story hasn't really come out. And I'm like, you know, if your ears are dead, it's not Mariah's fault that her, there's no music coming through her ears. She can't – she's not the, you know, the production crew. So I don't know why Dick Clark Productions isn't 
fessing up to that. I think they're just angry that she said that they tried to sabotage her. They didn't try to sabotage her. They wouldn't do that. That's not, you know, the legacy of Dick Clark. Um, but uh, I think like a, a bunch of things happen on the way there and that it just left her floundering out there. I mean, I think that there were better things that she could have done, at least try and dance her way through the song and not sing. Um, but, you know, you never know in the moment how you're going to panic and how you handle a situation until you're there. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, Here, here's the thing. I, I ahead, have really strong feelings about this and, and think she just, I think she gets a pass. I, I don't care. Like, she, she's Mariah freaking Carey. Like, she, she's beyond, beyond. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she's been giving us great music since the early 90s and just name two other times this happened with her. You know what I mean? Like, it, it happens. I feel like she was doing a service to the fans by not trying to perform live because it was a special occasion. She wanted to make sure it was, you know, as good as it can get, so to speak. And and she's she's a legend. She's, you know, yeah. to this day, she's got a song that's, never been beat for the number of consecutive weeks at number one. You know what I mean? Like, just let her be. She she has a blank check as far as I'm concerned. She, you know, Prince is gone. David Bowie's gone. Whitney's gone. Just leave Mariah Carey the hell alone. <laughs> we were, well, and I think another thing people need to understand in that um, situations like Times Square, the Super Bowl, those big, huge stadium-like events with large crowds where you're not going to be able to hear yourself. I mean, remember that amazing Whitney Houston um, anthem? That was pre-recorded. She had to do it. So um, we need to just, like, cut cut people some slack on, on all of that. Um, you know, I, I think Mariah, though, I would love Mariah to go back to doing more music and less reality show. Because <laughs> her talent lies in the music, not in the train wreck of her personal life. You know what, though, man? As, a, as like, a lifelong Mariah Carey fan, she has been sort of... She only used to give you these small little glimpses into her life. It was very mm-hmm. sort of private and, and kept away, and it's it's amazing now to see how open and crazy it is because it wasn't like that for so long. That is true. That is very true. And, um, you know, but she was very controlled when she was married to Tommy Mottola, who was her first husband and the time he was president at Sony Music. Um, And she was young and he was a lot older. So it's interesting to see her evolve. And I think that's where the Butterfly album came out of, like into who she is. Um, But I'm going to say this with a but. And just because I know a lot of the sub story of what's going on right now um you know she's involved with her dancer brian tanaka my friend was dating brian tanaka up until he just decided to take up with mariah carey so that's yeah that's been and i'm talking a seven-year relationship i'm not talking like oh they've been dating a few months oh so yeah and and you know um it's it's very rough and you know, she she put out a post, and, you know, she. I don't want to draw attention to her too much just because she's in a lot of pain, but um, she has her own level of fame. She's been on a TV show, um, and uh, she put out a public post on New Year's Day, and she was like, you know, you should never seek revenge or anything because she's like, karma will always come back, and she's like, 
in this case, TMZ is covering it for me. Do you know what I mean? So she's like watching it all unfold. She's like, whoa. <laughs> but, um, but you know, it's, it's, um, it's been a rough time for her because not only is it, okay, just TMZ is covering Mariah's personal life, but it's also being filmed for E and it's a reality show. And that's hard to avoid because I know I would probably watch it and just torment myself a little bit more. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I, I think her turns me off to her. Like, I, I can listen to her music. I think she's an amazing talent. Uh, you know, uh, everything Nick said, I can pull you back up until she actually opens her mouth to talk <laughs> outside of a song. It's like, no. The, you know, it's, it's just so fake and just played up that whole diva thing beyond humanly possible. Yeah, 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 but that's, no, but hear me out here for a second. It's only that way because of your reality. Her reality is completely different in (laughs) every single aspect of, you know, comparing. You can't say that she's acting a certain way if you have never experienced her life. You know what I mean? Like, in a million years, I don't think any of us could come up with what she what goes on in a day in Mariah Carey's life. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, you know, yeah, I think we'll the, never understand that. <laughs> I think it. it she, I think she honestly wouldn't be the way she is if it wasn't for Tommy Matola. Because after the whole breakup from Matola, she just. Everything changed. Like the the real Mariah, that was that young girl. She went out the door, and a whole new person arose. And I think that's good. I do think that's good because I think she felt really constrained living, you know, and being married to him, and and her music and everything else. And he made her a global superstar, and she's got incredible talent. But being able to creatively do your own thing and live your, your life the way you want to, I think is a much healthier place to be. Absolutely. So how about, um, uh, totally driven person of the week. This is a hard week. Uh, you know, um, I, this was, this was another bit. Like, I feel like there's all these <clears throat> like interesting little controversies. Um, this week for me is Ellen DeGeneres. Um, there was a big controversy, um, in a gospel singer, Kim Burrell, who was, and she condemned um, the entire LGBT community while she was on Facebook Live, <laughs> hello, <laughs> um, in her church. And uh, she is one of the singers on the um, Hidden Figures soundtrack. And she did this beautiful song with Pharrell, and they were supposed to be on Ellen's show this week. And Ellen's like, you know what, I can't, I can't welcome you on my show because you don't make me feel welcome in this world. And right. um, yeah, so Janelle Monet, who was in the movie and also on the soundtrack, and, and Pharrell, they were on and they were singing. And, you know, they they all sort of had a united front about the whole thing. And I think it's just, it's 2017, and it's just, it's time. It's time to let that go, you know? It's just time. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, my totally driven person, I guess, is a, is a, a kind of like a group, but uh, I'm going to go with Mariah Carey's backup dancers because they didn't skip a 
feet. They just kept dancing like there was not a problem going on, and they made the show go on. They did what they were trained to do, which is great. Exactly. <laughs> uh, who wants to go next? Janetti? Is he even still here? He was... <laughs> I'm just gonna. I, I, I'm I'm with Kristen here because uh, I. You, it's amazing the way that sort of these young celebrities and and personalities are stepping up and and just saying no, we're we're just done with this. You know what I mean? Like, and in this case, I find it really inspiring because nobody is saying, "Hey, don't believe in that." No, instead, they just said. Leave whatever you want, but we don't want that, you know, we're not going to support it, so no thanks. You know what I mean? Like, she, she's free to believe whatever she wants, and nobody, I haven't heard one person, like, other outside of Troll, you know, like, put her down or anything. It's just been like, no, we're not supporting that. It's not the world we want to live in anymore. And that's yep. what it's going to take, is really people just being fed up. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a great way you put it in a great perspective and everything else because it is you have every right to raise your family the way you want to or believe what you want to believe, but but that that you know maybe that's not in places like on the Ellen Show. We don't want right. to be spreading that message on the Ellen Show. Not at all. Uh, one one last thing too. Uh, I wanted to talk with uh, with Kristen about and um, get Nick's input on this too. Um, Monday night was the big debut of the new season, and I guess you can almost kind of say new series of uh, the Celebrity mm-hmm. Apprentice. And I wanted to know if uh, <laughs> either you had a little input on it, if you saw saw it, or what you thought. Or I, I watched um, about. I'm going to say I watched about 35 minutes of it, and. Um, it's funny because I, and I see it just feels dated, and I think it's because it's been over a year since we've seen the last. I mean, it's basically two television seasons since we've seen the last Celebrity Apprentice. Um, so I feel like that ship has sailed, and um, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger is fine um, in the role, and he brings a different flavor than Trump did, of course. But it just feels like a reality show from an era gone by. And I feel like it's just, it's just time to let it go. Honestly. Hmm. It felt dated to me. Interesting. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I got to say that I a hundred percent agree on that. I, I don't think Arnold did a bad job at all. And hopefully this is sort of a platform for him to get, you know, different roles. But, uh, you're right. I, I watching it. I was like, haven't we moved past this kind of reality TV? You know what exactly. I mean. It just it's it, it would be like introducing a new Survivor show at this point. You know, I, I right. just I feel the same way. It's we're just kind of done with that. We don't need mm-hmm. to watch the real world anymore either. It, it was fine while it was <laughs> on, but yeah, we're doing yep. other things now. Yeah. Totally agree. And and the ratings pro, uh, shared similar sentiments to you and I. Um, they were very, very low. So, I mean, it was oh, against they? The Bachelor, which is, yeah, The Bachelor has done, I mean, that's a tough one to go up against, but uh, the ratings were kind of embarrassing, I think, for Schwarzenegger. Ooh. Not good. 
Mm-hmm. Not good. I wonder the if Bachelor. Uh, I, I just want to say the Bachelor though they seem to be constantly finding a way to keep to keep going. I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't watched the show, so I don't know what they're doing, but they're they're still pulling in viewers. I think because it's become so absurd. It's one of those things where you're like. I mean, a girl dressed up as a shark and she thought she was a dolphin or something. And, you know, they, people are expecting these girls now to get out of these limos and, and act insane, which they do. I mean, another girl, like, made him eat a raw hot dog. And you're just kind of like, oh. Uh, but it ha- Remember it, when it they used to like, do that on VH1 shows and not, you know, mainstream ones? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think back, you, know, you think back to, like, the surreal life or... Um, I mean, it's, there was a few like C-list celebrities with like these random oh, weird games. Brett Michaels, Flavor of Love, yeah. And what was <laughs> Brett Michaels like? Dirty one. He that was just like an STD <laughs> waiting to happen. But you know, I mean, this, this show is they're flying the ladies with alcohol and they're filming them at four in the morning, so they're exhausted, so they are getting the reactions that they want. <laughs> That is funny. Yeah, that show that show is truly a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Now, now that's interesting, Kristen. Are you a fan of Unreal? I love season two was a little off, but season one was incredible, and um, a lot of those stories are absolutely true. In fact, one storyline, <laughs> um, yeah, and one storyline happened to my friend who at the time was married to one of the producers on the show and watched her entire marriage fall apart because of it. So I was like, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, she is not a fan of that series whatsoever. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, that, yeah. that was going to answer. That answered question number two. <laughs> How real is it? Yeah. I, and if you talk to some of the, the Bachelor contestants that are kind of, have kind of like left – there's a lot of them that still hang out together and they, they form this weird little clique in LA, but then there's a group of people that have actually gone on to have real lives, families, you know, just moved on. Um, they will tell you some of the, the bad aspects of the show and how it's manipulated. And, um, you know, the, the producers will say, you know, she called you this. What do you feel about that? And, um, right. you know, they're asking you at four in the morning and you're exhausted and you've had half a bottle of champagne. You're going to say something. You'll probably oh my cry. God. Do you know how good I would be at that job? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> People say it's hard to work on, though, because you, you are kind of selling your soul, and you feel like you are not looking out for your contestant. And and you are assigned to a contestant, so, you know, they get to know you, and you have a right. relationship. They begin to trust you more, and you open up more. And uh, you really have to give it some hard thought before you take a job on The Bachelor. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I know. <laughs> you got time if I throw out one more topic? Uh, sure. Ronda Rousey. Oh, the fact that she lost, huh? <laughs> <laughs> are, are we saying here, – here's my prediction. We'll see her in Dancing with the Stars, season 24. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That right? Good. Everyone needs a comeback. There's your comeback. And even if she doesn't, you know, go back to fighting or whatever she decides to do, it's it's that, you know, jumping off point. 
Wow. I, I, that's a great answer. I never would have, I never even would have thought of that. That's my uh, thought. I, I think she's done fighting. She's got to be. I mean, that was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. But how do you save face? Well, I think, you know, we watched Ryan Lochte save face really well this fall. He's expecting a baby now. He's on his way to getting married, you know. He was polite and worked hard on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, the world moved forgot on. about moved on. that. Absolutely. I mean, it's probably – and it wasn't even in the year roundup. I didn't really see that much um, about the controversy. I saw, you know, Simone Biles was one of the big stories, uh, you know, the, the U.S. gymnast. But I certainly didn't see people reminiscing about the Ryan Lochte scandal. That's funny. That could be like the new thing that all the PR people out there are trying to get. Uh, you know, if, if their uh, if their client screws up, they're making calls to get them on um, Dancing with the Stars. You don't want to call them. You have to let them call you. So that's the big secret to getting on. You can't like be tweeting about it. You can't have your manager call. You have to let them call you. That's what I tell everyone. I'm like, don't tweet about it because they will not have you on. <laughs> They want people that are kind of like the unexpected contestants. Right. Too funny. Not the people that are begging to be on. <laughs> so now how about, um, I guess you'll be uh golden globes or. Yes, I will be at the NBC um, after party at the, um, the Hilton, the Beverly Hilton is where everything takes place. So I will be there as everyone piles out of the ballroom and right onto NBC's party. So it should be pretty interesting. We can't wait to catch up next week and get all the dirt. Yeah, there's always good party dirt. <laughs> That's the fun part. <laughs> I like go, I like doing the parties. I did the HBO party one year for the Emmys, and I was like, oh my gosh! Like I was like writing notes furiously on my phone. It was great. That's too funny. Cool. Well, it's been great. Uh, great catching up and a happy new year and uh, filling us in on the little. Uh, behind the scenes in the world of Disney and that was it was a fun conversation tonight there, Kristen. As always. Absolutely I was I was full of stories tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll definitely be full of stories again next week. Yeah, let's hope so. Hope I get a good scoop. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Kristen, and we'll talk to you next week. You bet. Thank you. Bye. Bye. There she goes, Kristen Burt. Look for her all over hey. the world of social media. What's that? Oh, no, go ahead. Um, you can find her on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, I think even on Snapchat. It's K-R-I-S-T-Y-N-B-U-R-T-T. That's K-R-I-S-T-Y-N-B-U-R-T-T. So, yeah, we lost Shinetti. He's on a, a covert mission, so I, I'm sure he'll be <laughs> calling back in once he uh, gets situated. Oh, okay, okay. Well, while we're on the topic of entertainment, real quick, I just wanted to bring one thing up with you, dude. What about this, like, resurgence in Woody Harrelson's career, man? He's in the new Planet of the Apes movie, and now they're saying he may be in the new Star Wars movie. Oh, I didn't hear that. He's gonna. They're saying he's probably going to be Han Solo's, like, like mentor. Really? 
in the young Han Solo movie. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is actually amazing casting for, like, a space pirate. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what. Um, he, he has come a very long way from the, from the days of Cheers. I mean, that's a dude who really, like... I mean, think of the different types of roles he's played over the years. And his acting is just spot on, man. I, I mean, he's just become a, a – which you never would have expected, but he's become a very respected, talented actor. Yeah, and if you look back at his career, you know, this sort of good acting, this was there at the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, he was good in Natural Born Killers. He was amazing in The People vs. Larry Flint. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? He he is an actor. He's you know, but he was just as good in Zombie Land. You know what I mean? Like he was every almost everybody's favorite character. So you know, I I've never seen that. Really? Yeah. Dude. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's fine. Put it on the list. It, it's it, it's going on the list. <laughs> Now, here, here's something real quick um, before we hit our commercial break. Uh, going back to the Disney thing, which I, I didn't know you were like a, a big Disney fan. But um, um, My daughter is. Okay. Do you know yeah. anything about like uh, Disney VHS videos? You know, sir, it's funny that you should mention that. <laughs> oh, because this week I was in the Goodwill. And they had a ton of Disney VHSs. Now, I always look for the Triple Diamond VHSs because I know that they're the ones that are worth a whole lot of money. But I saw the Black Diamond. Of different versions. Yes, the, the Black Diamond. Um, but I saw, I mean, there were, there were I, I've been saying all week that I want to go back because there were tons of Masterpiece ones. And I'm not talking just about, like, Snow White and Cinderella. I'm talking, they had Old Yeller. They had The Sound of Music. They had, you know what I mean? Uh, Just so many good Pete's Dragon. These, you know, harder to find or more obscure ones, too. But then they also had, you know, your traditional Disney ones. And I'm telling you, dude, I want to go back. And I was just telling my wife, I was like, you know, I should just buy these and then talk to Bay about having him sell them for me. And, uh, He'll just do it all through the account, and I'll ship them. And well, here, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, here's the funny thing. Um, <laughs> beginning of December, uh, my daughter, yeah. Rita, she works at the local library now. She comes in, and like her big thing, dude, she is all about this freaking library job. She's all about books and reading and movies. And she comes home every oh, day wow. with buying DVDs and building this big movie collection and all this. And, um, you know, she gets them like dirt cheap. Well, she comes in this one night and she says, uh, yes, the, we got like this big, huge box or boxes that were just donated to the library for us to sell of, uh, old VHS. And some of them are just free. I'm like, really? And I'm like, I, I knew that there was some out there worth money. I didn't know what it was until I started going on eBay and really investigating. So I said to her, any Disney? And she's like, oh, yeah, there's tons of them. I said, grab them. Just grab them. I I said, they're free. Just grab them. 
So she started bringing home two, three every time she was working. So she brings the first batch home, and I'm totally free, right? Totally free. All right. And I I looked them up, and dude, they're. You there, dude? Yeah. Did you hear me? No, I didn't. Well, right, right at the email, I didn't hear you. (laughs) They're going for like, all right, they're going for between one to fourteen thousand dollars. Good lord. So you put yeah, them on so, eBay? Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, she brought some more home over the the holiday uh, break. I got to put some more on. But it, it, yeah, I, I probably got about a dozen of them on there on eBay right now. I mean, they're getting hits, but and some people watching them. But if somebody buys one of them videos, I will shit myself. I can't wait to find out. Yeah, it's crazy. But people You're are... going to have to keep me in the loop here because, I mean, out here in, like, the Sun City area, they have a lot of – and they have a lot of estate sales because a lot of old people retire out here, and then they just die. And their kids, they don't want to bring all that shit back to the East Coast, so they just sell it off for cheap. Yeah, you know uh... – it's 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 crazy because I, I looked you know you can look on eBay and see like you know sold so I did like a sold search and there's people buying them for these prices and I'm like what is wrong with people and then the bigger flip is that there's some people that are selling them and everything I sell I I include the shipping in I I always do free shipping right there's people listing. Disney VHS tapes for twenty, thirty thousand dollars, and they then have the balls to charge five dollars for shipping. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. that is it is crazy. Like in a world where Amazon exists, who still charges shipping? Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's the first thing I look for when I'm looking to buy something myself on eBay. I look to see if it's free shipping. Absolutely. Because for me, it's about just wanting to know what the damn, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to do math to figure it out because then I'm not interested in buying it. Right. And I'll tell you something else that I'm not interested in doing anymore is bidding on auctions. Like, I I don't want to bid on something and then have to wait four, five, six, seven days for it and (laughs) and then have bidding. I just want to buy the freaking thing. So that's all I do. I will bid. If uh, if it's something I really want and I don't have the money for like the buy it now price, I'll still bid. Or I'll do like the or best offer first. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I do that. I do or best offer on every single one. Dude, that's so awesome! You have to keep me in the loop on this. Absolutely, absolutely. So, all right, so let's take our first commercial break. Our first guest should be calling in any minute, and uh, we'll be back in three minutes, and then we will, um, yeah, we'll be talking to Danny Knight from Crown of Earth. So stay tuned. This is Carla Harvey from the Butcher Babies, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. 
That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscalls.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. Hey, this is Jim Florenti from That Metal Show, and you're listening to Total... Wait, let me do it again. We're live, so... <laughs> hey, this is Jim Florentine from That Metal Show, and we're listening to Totally... Totally Driven <laughs> That one up again. Hey, this is Jim Florentine from That Metal Show, and you are listening to Totally Driven Radio. Nice. Nice. That's right. Totally Driven Radio. <laughs> and Nick Wilkinson. I got to get Jim back on. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I ran into what's the name last month, uh, Don Jameson. I ran into him. Oh, really? Yeah, at uh, I guess it was beginning of December at uh, Faster Pussycat. He was at. He was actually hosting it, and I was talking to him afterwards. 
Hang oh, him wow. back on. I miss them guys. Yeah. So it's time. The man is uh, he's called in, and as soon as I saw the the uh, the first part of the phone number, I was like, yeah, it's got to be him, and he's got to be a Delco boy. So let's welcome to the show from the band Crown of Earth, the one and only Danny Knight. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing good, thank you. So uh, uh, as I look at the phone number, uh, me being a, a former Upper Darby team, uh, are you from Upper Darby? <laughs> you called it, exactly. Nice, that's awesome. Good old uh, 352 numbers. <laughs> yeah, um not originally from Upper Darby, but uh, I'm originally from Detroit. I grew up in Detroit and uh, moved out to Philly. Uh, in I don't know, 20 years ago. Really? What brought you out here? Music or? Yeah, in a way. Um, my dad, he's he sings in a church, and uh, he, he's like some guys from uh, the Philadelphia area. I think Saint Demetrius Church is a Greek church, yeah. and my dad sings. He's a cantor, and. Uh, he helps, you know. He's like he assists the priest doing his during his sermons or whatever, and uh, he's very good. So the guys in Philadelphia area saw him back in Detroit and said, "Hey, you want to come to Philadelphia and sing with us over here?" And he asked me if I wanted to move to Philadelphia. I'm like, "Yeah, where's that?" <laughs> I just wanted to get out of Detroit, you know, because it was you're kind of stuck. I like Philadelphia. You got, you know, you can go two hours here, get to the Poconos, you get two hours, you go to the shore, whatever, you know, just New York, everything's just a two-hour radius. Michigan, you just got a little, you're just surrounded by lakes, and it's kind of boring. I wasn't a water guy, but (laughs) I like Philadelphia because of that reason, and uh, I just thought it would be a good change, so we moved out here. Now, were Uh, you involved in in music at that time as well, or it's just something you wanted to? Okay. Yeah, I had had a, a metal band back in Detroit, and uh, I was in it for like four years, and it was pretty cool. It was called Medieval Metal, and we we pretty much rocked hard out there. But then uh, I think grunge came in and killed it, yeah. killed the metal scene, just like it did everywhere. Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, then it started, it was like commercial metal, uh, you know, just got glam metal, all these different versions of metal. But I was like a power metal guy, like uh, Man of War and Queensryche and Maiden. And then uh, just, it was, I was on the tail end of that stuff, so that's gotcha. what I grew up on. It was cool. Nice. Now, you come out here to Philly, and did you um, hook up with a band right away, or just started slowly getting involved in the scene? Or? Yeah, you know, you... you, you, you like back in Michigan, I kind of ran out of people to jam with, and uh, everyone everyone knew me. I went to day school, night school, three different high schools just to get out of school. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, every time I would get in trouble, somebody would be like, "That's that's Danny." I'm like, "Oh crap!" So I had to keep my nose clean. So getting out here, starting fresh, was pretty cool. As soon as I got out here, I met uh, Chris Graziola, and at one of the rehearsal rooms, I would go there different places uh, to find musicians to jam with, put up uh, 
you know, uh, bulletins on the bulletin board. Uh, this is before internet and everything, so. Right. And uh, I met Chris Graziola. He's from Upper Darby. I mean, he's from Drexel Hill. Now, the funny thing with Chris is, now, and, and this is the weird part, like, you guys have been around for a few years, and I never really heard of you guys. And the PR guy, he uh, he contacted me and with a list of bands and all that he wanted to get on the show, and you guys were one of them. And then also, too, was a press release to put out for you guys. And I opened the press release, and I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's Chris Graziola. And when I first started playing guitar, I was ooh, uh, 13, 14 years old. I used to take guitar lessons at a place down in Upper Darby uh, called Caruso's Music. And Chris used to work there. And okay. me, me and my buddy would just go there all the time, like every day, just to like hang out and talk to Chris. And we used to call him Ingve because he was like the only person we knew that was playing like Ingve at that time. Right. Yeah, he's like a... I call him Ingve Jr. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Now, how did you, you hook up with Chris through, like, uh, through that? I don't know. I heard... I actually went to that... There's a rehearsal room. It was called, I think, Down Under or something. I don't know. It was down by 69th Street. Yeah, down yeah. Down by the Tower yeah, Theater. Yeah, and they would rehearsal. They would rehearse there, and I, I heard him jamming, you know, because he just... I don't know. He likes to show off, so he keeps his door open. And I was in the lobby... And I heard the music. I'm like, that sounds really good. I was into Ingve at the time too, so uh, that's kind of where my roots came from. Uh, with my previous band back in Michigan. Nice. Um, but uh, I, I heard him and I met him there, and we just started talking. We became friends ever since. So it's a long time. Wow. And uh, I hated him ever since. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you know what? Can I get? I want to get my bass player on the line. I'm, I have a conference line. Uh, do you mind holding for like one second? If he's not on there, I'm gonna bail. But let me let me flash over and get him on the line, okay? Before, okay. And see who else is on the line because I, I ha, we set up a conference call line for these uh, interviews, and I, I I I don't like to just hog the mic. You know, I want to share it with everybody. Okay. So I want to get. I want to see if everybody called in. If not. I'll be right back, okay? Give me okay. one second. You got it. Thank you. <laughs> you know, this this interview started off amazing because I think he had in his mind where the interview was going to start, and you totally blew him away by having it start about his dad and what he did. It, that, it was, that was great. <laughs> you know what? And I, I didn't have that at all written down. <laughs> right. It's just kind of how the conversation off. happened, right? Exactly. That's great, man. You know what? Nobody else is on. I'll call you right back. Get some music going. Hey, babe. No one's answer- No one's on the other line. So scroll. Hey. There you go. They missed it. Well, he says going to try now. He's texting me. I'm well, tell him that they, whoever can call right into the number, the 718 number. Oh, okay. I'll give him the number then. I'll, I'll text it to him. Cool. Okay. I, I thought it would be uh, easier. I could kind of conference everybody and then just call you, which would have been pretty convenient. But everyone's – let me just give him that number then.
still here just doing uh, administrative stuff. Because <laughs> I think I want you to talk to Marky. You, you might even know him. You know what? I'm, I'm, if Marky comes on, I'm going to tell a funny story about him. Okay. I actually have two stories about him. There's lots of funny stories about him. I always <laughs> rag on him. <laughs> but anyway, I just texted him to call your number. Hopefully he does. That's cool. So where where are you from? I mean, you're like, you said you're from Upper Derby, but are you in I, New York now or something? No, no. What, just what am our, I calling? Our studio line is a New York number. Um, yeah, originally from Upper Derby, I grew up like right uh, like two blocks off 69th Street. And uh, now I'm living out in like uh, Aston area, out oh, cool. kind of near like where the Greenham Mall was. Okay, you know the witch hunt guys and stuff. Uh, Chris Carmichael, and them guys, they're from that area, uh, from what I remember. Yeah. I don't know them personally, but I oh god, witch hunt. Yeah, that's going way way back. All right, this is this has got to be him because I think this is a Delco number two. Let's say. Yeah, he said the his he said the conference call wasn't working, so he's just dumb. Hello, hello. <laughs> Yes, Marky Z, what's going on? What's going on, man? This is Bay. You're live on Totally Drum Radio. How you doing, man? Good, man. Now, I'm going to tell some funny stories about you, too, because I have some stories about you. Oh, really? Well, the, the, the first one, I'm going to go way back in time. I actually, you, I'm pretty sure it was you. Bay, don't tell, don't tell everybody about the time he was running down the street naked with uh, the cops chasing him, and uh, he had uh, plastic bags on his feet. Don't talk about that one. In Glen Olden, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I, I think I tried out for a band that you were in or putting together, Christ, back in the late 80s, mid to late 80s, over in Glen wow. Olden. There. And I, I, I was there for like two seconds, and I was just like, I have to get out of here because I suck so bad, and I shouldn't be here. These dudes are blowing me out of the water, and I am completely embarrassed. So that's story number one. <laughs> story number two. Um, I, I don't know if, uh, if wife or girlfriend or whatever, but I, I'm a fat guy, and I used to go to um, L.A. Weight Loss. And you used to be in there with whatever it was, your wife or girlfriend, uh, like every Saturday morning when I was there, and I was just like, damn, I wonder who this dude is. He's always talking about music and all. You were talking about a band that you were in at the time or whatever. So th- <laughs> there you go. There's my two, two stories about you. This is like, this is your life, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's this what is your life. Me, so it's all about you. See, that? it's a small world, man. Small it is world. a small world because I know who you're talking about, and, of course, that was years ago. Uh, it was. That was my ex-girlfriend, Tina. Yeah, it was like over 10 years. It was like 10 years ago, probably. Longer than that. Yep. Wow. Marky, Bay is from around here, man. You believe that? Uh, I believe it. When he's saying these things, he, he yeah. knows me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty wild. Uh, Crazy, man. And we don't even, like, we've never even came across paths. I mean, I, I haven't. So, I've been here for 20 years. It's wow. area. So I guess uh, it's just not really a small world as you think. Yeah. Now, how'd you guys? Okay, how'd you go with the uh, Marky? Um, we, I've known Marky also for a long time. 
just, uh, I think, you know what, I don't even remember how we met, Marky. Uh, I mean, that was a show. We met at a show. Uh, we went to see somebody's band that was mutual that we knew. I yeah, I remember you. I remember you were saying, "Yeah, I'm a bass player." Yeah, uh, you lived. It was at uh, Mike Stern's place. Uh, yeah, sixties. Pro- well, it was before that. What was the name? Tailgaters. It was called Tailgaters. So there was a band there that I went to see. I think uh, it might have been Bob Flood and those guys were posing. Okay. And, uh, and you were yes. there, and you were you were bragging how great of a bass player you were. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. That's that's what he was saying in uh, in, in LA Weight Loss. See, see, see. I know, I know, Marky. But we <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is your life, Mark. This is my and, uh, life. <laughs> you gave me a card or something, and you know, I was like, okay, cool. The guys are pretty uh, outgoing, so. I don't know. I've, that was a long time ago. Yeah, like 15 years almost. We met that way. But uh, then you had other projects. I had other projects. And mm-hmm. We never really jammed until, um, what, eight years ago in um, the Heathen Nation, right? Yeah. The cover band thing. Yeah. yeah, we had a cover band together. And we played around Delaware County. And that yeah, was I heard, cool. I heard it lasted that. a couple years. But uh, so we've known each other that way. Um, and Chris Graziola knew you for a long time too, right? Uh, you guys yeah, are both Delaware County Chris, guys. Uh, since I was 18 years old, if not younger. Now, how did you get introduced to uh, Mike? Because he's the one that brought you into Crown of Earth. Uh, I got introduced to Mike and Nikki. Probably the biggest introduction, probably official introduction, was when we went to Donnie Syracuse Fourth of July party. Okay. Because so remember, I... Mike came to pick me up, or Nick, I think it was Mike. Somebody came to know. grab me, and that's how I met Mike and Nikki. I don't remember. I don't know how. I mean, I remember Donnie's party, but uh, I don't even remember you being there for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was there. And Mickey and Mike both said, you're going to be our bass player, which you don't even know it yet. Well, Mike's saying that to me. That's funny. It is funny because he did say it. There you are. Yeah. How many years have you guys been together? Um, The band Crown of Earth uh, with Mike. Over four years? um, uh, The the main guy, uh, Mike, the guitar player, he, he got together with Graziola about four years ago, and they were jamming. Uh-huh. He, yeah. Mike invited uh, Graziola to, to to record some solos on on a song, and uh, he said, "When are we going to record?" And and Mike said, "Tomorrow." <laughs> so they, Graziola whipped out a guitar solo and uh, recorded it, and those guys have been jamming since then. And Graziola asked me to check out this project he has and I was like nah forget it I, I, I'm done with music for a while man I don't, I'm not even interested just have fun yeah, he's going through Debbie Downer that, that those times <laughs> yeah I'm a Debbie Downer he didn't care about music man he was like fed up with it <laughs> really yeah because there was nothing oh, yeah. you know the, yep. the whole scene there was changed. nothing exciting about it yes 
you know, you get tired of something after a long time of beating your head against the same wall. So, um, yeah. Graziola was um, badgering me. Well, not really badgering me. He just asked me a number of times, come on, come on, check this project out. Uh, yo, just check it out. I reluctantly said, okay, take me for a ride. We went over there to Mike's house in northeast Philly, uh, where he was, he's from. And uh, we got we got together, and I listened to what they had, and I was like, this is pretty darn cool. I like the songs. You know, it's right up my alley. And I decided to, well, it was turnkey, too, because that made it a lot easier. Mike had, and, and Chris, those guys all had the songs laid out, a bunch of songs. And I liked the style. Uh and I, and they had lyrics and everything. I mean, so I just like jumped in and started singing, which was a lot very easy. And there was like no work to it, you know. Especially if you like the songs, it makes it go a lot faster. Yeah, I, I so guess we, that like, like you like the songs, you know the guys. It was like a, a great, uh, like comfortable position just to walk into and kind of make. Your, uh, even though you're being heavy downer on music, it kind of changed your opinion on things. Yeah, the convenience of everything, you know. It's like it's totally convenient, and it worked out. So I've been with them ever since. And we've been yeah. uh, writing and recording and and just jamming out. I think we, we, we have our set down. Um, and I'm not embarrassed to say uh, it's been like four years uh, because I heard a little fact about uh, Sublime that they were they were playing live uh, for four years before they recorded their first album. Yeah. You know, and and then they sold thirty thousand albums out of the back of their car. You know. Right. So yeah. I'm not embarrassed to say you know it takes twenty years to become an overnight overnight success. No nah, man. Um, you know, look at the Foo Fighters. Those guys are awesome. You know, Dave Grohl came from Nirvana, as we all know, as the drummer. Right. But you know what? It wasn't until their second CD album that became something big as the Foo Fighters. Right. Uh, I heard they were getting paid $500. That's all they were getting while they were going on the road, scrounging to do a tour. 500 bucks, the Foo Fighters. Everlong already was out. Hmm. <laughs> right. But they just weren't big at the at the time, so yep. there's so many stories like this from these guys that are big. You know, it's just just the way it is. It's it's part for the course, I guess. It's called yeah. uh, persistence too. You know, like if you feel you got something good, you know, and you're yeah, persistent, you, you don't you don't give up. I mean, that's that's. There's times where you feel like it, but yeah, you gotta barrel through it. Yeah, he, he, yep. he can't he can't give up anymore. I mean, he, especially if you're if you're still loving what you're doing, enjoying it, and then uh, you, you stand behind the music and and all that. I mean, you can't give up. You just got to do it. Just enjoy it. Go for the ride. You only live once. You know what I mean? Yep. I hear you, man. It's now, a long I, time. I saw uh, on your um, Reverb Nation page uh, where you guys had some songs up. There's a one song called. Frank the Hellraiser, and I instantly said to myself, it's got to be a guy from Delco. So who's Frank? <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's probably your your cohort over there on your show. It could be. 
but it's not really about that. It's from the movie, um, the Hell Hellraiser. Okay. It's, okay. It's Frank was the uh, the guy that's uh, getting possessed or whatever, getting chased by the um, Cenobites. You know, okay. the um, the skin was getting torn off and everything. So he was uh, the character in the movie. Gotcha. It's me, baby, it's Frank. <laughs> and he's yep. getting. Pinhead was after him. Right. Now, I also saw, too, uh, going through uh, on YouTube, you guys have a video. It's called uh, for the song Born Again Warrior, which actually I'm going to be playing that when we're, uh, when we're done. But um, thank you. I saw that I was going through and I saw like in interview clips and all. That's actually about like um, uh, Wounded Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Mike had a, a title. Uh, I believe it was Born Again Warrior. And I just thought it was uh, perfect for a song for veterans, you know. And, you know, the, the, the current state of affairs, you know, people coming home and getting with uh, medical technology, you know, you can get a new arm or a new leg and you become a born-again warrior. So that's what that's about. And we ended up dedicating it to the veterans, and we've done some charity work for the veterans. We've worked with uh, some, uh, I guess, charities around town. We've done, uh, served some of the veterans Thanksgiving breakfast, you know, uh, last year. Um, We've done shows around town for them, uh, VFW halls and stuff like that. And uh, we we sell the song. We have a single, "Born Again Warrior" on a CD, and we sell, and when we sell that, we donate to the charity and stuff. It's pretty cool. Oh. That's awesome. Um, I think we got in the Delco Times or something, some write up about uh, the medal of or, or men of metal honor medal or men of valor or something like that. Correct. Pretty cool. Yeah. Big nice. spread. It was like. The third page in, it was before uh, um, Shaka Fatah's you know, headline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was pretty awesome. cool. That <laughs> is awesome. Now, you guys just released your self-titled debut uh, last year? Yes. That's what we finally put it together and recorded right. it at my buddy's studio in uh, Royersford at uh, Dome Sound Recording Studios. And he did a great job on it. So we finally released it. It's like a it's eight song uh, CD. It's full, you know, full CD artwork. Uh, we had this uh, artist do the cover. It's called uh, the Apocalypse Rider. It looks really neat, and uh, just real happy with everything. But now we're working on new new material for another album. Oh, nice! Pumping yeah. them out. Yeah, why not? You only Absolutely. live once, remember? That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh, and cool. we're also so, going to uh, do we're going to do a video for a song off the uh, a Crown of Earth album. Um, Why should I care? We're working on uh, lining all that stuff up right now. So didn't you guys work Say that again. Didn't you guys win an award for that song? Why should I care? Yeah, that was uh, there was a. Uh, I guess an outfit out in Los Angeles that picked it up and gave us an award, but 
we were we were going to go out to the uh, I guess the Rose Bowl and uh, collect the award, but we just didn't get it together in time. And they had a big uh, like a red carpet gala. It was neat. That would have been wild. Yeah. So um, hopefully uh, some of the new songs get some kind of award too, because uh, we're working hard on that. It sounded good. Yeah. Pretty happy with it. Any yeah. idea when you guys are going to uh, enter the studio for that one? Would it be this year or for next year? Or? It's going to be this. It'll be, probably be towards the end of this year. You know, it, with whatever you know, five adults, yeah, like children, trying to get them together. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Uh, it's hard to just corral everybody. Now, how about show wise? Uh, did I see that you guys you're playing uh, up in New York coming up? Right. Um, it's called Lucky 13 on uh, February 4th or 2nd. Which one was that? Um, but uh, our promoter hooked us up with an, um, a guy that hooks bands up out there. And uh, we got a gig in Brooklyn, I think it is? Yes. On February yeah. 4th. But uh, Marky lined up something pretty cool, too, and we're going to try to do, like, a mini tour on the East Coast. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, I, uh, I'm trying to get this together with this band out, from, throw already out from, uh, I believe, Tacoma, Washington. Okay. Uh, they're the two sons of Metal Church's bass player, who's the longest-running member of that band for 28 years. And these guys just actually just got off a, a world tour with Megadeth. <laughs> and, oh. um... What are they called? They really like, you know, Crown of Earth, the new album, whatnot. They didn't hear any of the new material yet. Of course, nobody really has, except to come to a few of our shows and let her some new material. And we get really good reaction, without a doubt, for the new material when we do play it. Um, but we're trying to put together an East Coast tour, a mini East Coast tour with uh, Steve Unger's sons in a band called Sin Circus, and they're real excited about, you know, putting that together with us. So I'm trying to get something going down Florida, maybe around Bike Week or around that vicinity of time. And I'm actually working on that right now. I'm, I'm waiting to hear back from Andrea, who's working very hard down there for us, by the way, Danny. Uh, she's got two major FM stations that are waiting to start playing our stuff. And I'm going to be conferencing with Andrea. I'll bring you in on the conference too, Danny, if you're available. So I really would like to start bringing Andrea in with everybody, you know, and connect it. Um, on the 9th, I'm supposed to just basically follow up with her and, you know, she may even have a couple places already that are willing to, to, to give us some shows and book us. So um, I'm excited, you know, that the new year just started, and we've already got that cooking, you know. You know, um, wait, Marky, you know, Marky, how about, how about uh, I think Andrea hooked us up with uh, one of the places that we're going to play down there in Florida. And yes. the funny thing is our, our former oh, drummer yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> walked into the, into the club and saw our yeah. video playing. On the, the <laughs> so he, he's How like, cool is that? Yeah. What am I doing oh, on the screen? Funny. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was great, man. <laughs> let me re- reiterate former drummer. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably got to yeah, get him up, so. too. Looks like 2017 is going to be a busy year, then. That's very good. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh, I'm proud to say, uh, I speak for all the guys, I'm sure, 
we got some good stuff coming finally to really get the motor running with this band. So it's a matter of putting all the pieces together and just making it happen, you know? Nice. Well, I'll tell you what, too, because I, I just started, I'm looking to be booking uh, some shows this year in the area. So I actually just uh, cool. working on two shows right now. So I've definitely got you guys in mind for some stuff. Nice. Perfect. Sounds great. Yeah, Thank you. The Delco. Appreciate it. Cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, did I, I seen, uh, are you working with Mach 22 also? I like yes. those guys. They're friends yeah. of ours. Yeah, they're good friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, um, the first show I booked, it's going to be an acoustic show down at uh, Tusk, March 3rd, with uh, okay. 22, and I have a guy from the band uh, The Compulsions, Rob Carlisle, who's coming down from New York, and uh, he also I'm waiting on the confirmation from. So, yeah, it's going to be cool, and I'm actually in the nice. middle. I just lined up our big fifth anniversary uh, date. I just confirmed the club tonight, and I'm going to hopefully announce that show next week. Nice. It's on the bill, man. We like to jam. We always yeah, we never turn on a show, pretty much. <laughs> uh, we'll be talking. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll be more than happy to play. Cool. Now, where can everybody find you guys? That'll be... All the standard places, you know, uh, facebook.com slash crown of earth. You can go to crown of earth.com. Our official site, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Reverb Nation, Twitter, uh, I think Instagram, whatever. All the, yep. all the, all the social media sites. And, um, you know, someplace on the dark side of the moon, if you happen to travel there. <laughs> Actually, we do have um, we do have some paraphernalia for sale as well on uh, the website that you can cool. you know purchase T-shirts. With the say, it's not paraphernalia. We're not like drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> Merchandise. You know what? There I'm you saying. go. Hey. Well, anyway, hey. um, we have merch that could be purchased with the CDs. Uh, you know, we have prints uh, that are custom made through my company, Captain Frog and Marches Multimedia Productions which I did some nice digital artwork for the band, and uh, we will sign and autograph those prints as people purchase them. Um, you know, uh, that's available on www.crownofearth.com. Uh, we have CD ava- CDs available what, on CD Baby, Danny? Yeah, that's a digital Amazon. download. Amazon.com is Go to CD Baby. Digital downloads yeah. for that. But, yeah. uh, but the, the website, you can get an actual physical CD. Uh, it'll be mailed out to you. Mm-hmm. Sure. As a matter of fact, uh, I'll send one to uh, Bay just for being cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, Thank you. yeah we should all well, sign for these guys, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do that. You know, this weekend, we'll, I'll we'll tell you what, together. too. Uh, th- throw some extra ones in to give out there because I've been doing giveaways and stuff, too, so that would be cool. All right. I will send it. I'll just have to get your address. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do that. Uh, maybe, oh, I'll send it on people. Facebook. I'll send you yeah. uh, uh, a. Yeah. Smash Just send me a message on Facebook, Bay, and we'll come there. Cool. With your uh, physical address, and I'll send you some stuff. Nice. Well, yeah. guys, I want to thank you for uh, for doing this. I'm going to play uh, Born Again Warrior for everybody. And uh, cool. yeah, well, like I said, I'm um, I'm actually starting to get out of the house a little more. My kids have grown up some, so me and the wife can actually get out and start enjoying some more music. So, um, nice. Looking forward to coming out and seeing you guys, or having you guys play for us somewhere. And, 
Well, Bay, do me a favor and open up a, a venue that, or or at least manage one, so that we can bring back the uh, rock and the metal. I would yeah. love to. I would love to. <laughs> what's, what's going on down at uh, at Clifton? It's, it's 60 East. Is that even anything at all anymore? Nah, that got bought out by uh, the owners of um, Rand's Head Tavern or something around the corner there at Clifton. Oh, and okay. Mike Spurn, he wound up selling it to them, the owner, and then I heard it closed down again. I, I don't know what's happened. I just know that they are not doing the music scene like they were. It's, right. it's vacant, man. It's empty. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Really. It's a shame. What a great venue, I thought. Mike, Mike uh, loved us there. We were we were really uh, starting to take off. I booked a few shows. I had uh, a bunch of uh, a number of out of town bands come in, and he built he made the stage. He took uh, recommendations for, from all the bands. He took some recommendations from me to paint all the walls black instead of that tan and white you right. know, saloon style look. Yeah. I said, paint all the walls flat black. That way, you know, it's a concert venue type. Right. He did. And uh, yeah. then now it just went under, but he, he loved us. So Mike yeah. Turner's a cool guy, cool guy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's right, why I'm bummed cool. out because uh, there's no places to play that uh, anymore. Everybody, yeah, I mean, Dobbs. It's closed, a shame. Man. Well, we're going to close it. That, that's my goal is to bring Philly back to life. Oh, that's okay. great. We're on board. Cool. Yeah, man. Need a little bit of a, a shock to the heart. Absolutely. Man, let's get a demand for Crown of Earth to play like the TLA and and Electric Facts. Now we create a demand, it'll happen. That's it. I demand that we play. How's that? <laughs> now we just get all these radio stations that love and support us to help us make it happen. That's it. There you go. That's how it works. Yeah. And Absolutely. I appreciate you uh, spinning some Crown of Earth for us, Bay. That's great. That's, we're going to do that right now. So, all right, guys. Well, yeah. And uh, I'll hit you up on, uh, on Facebook. And, uh, yeah. And we'll be uh, meeting sometime soon. Perfect. Sounds great, man. All right, guys, Appreciate take it. care. Thanks again, and uh, yeah, here we go. Crown of Earth, born again. Take care. Bye. Take care.
Welcome back to your radio. There you go, Craniverse. Fellow Delco boys, Born Again Warrior, cool tune, classic metal sound, love it, right up my alley. All right. What's the classic we, metal got, sound? Classic metal sound. We never got um. What's his name back? Genetic never called back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. He was on a mission, remember? Yeah, he was on a covert mission. I was trying to get him to do the mission on the phone. He wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too freaking funny. Oh, man, oh, man. So, um, there was a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about. All right, Disney videos we did. Charles Manson we did. All right, how, how about the, um, the... That live, uh, did you see the Facebook live video with them four four people uh, beating up that special needs person or something? Oh, yeah, man. Like, everybody I know has been sharing it. And, yeah, I mean, it's getting around. Uh, you know. It's pretty fucking crazy. How stupid could you be? I, I don't understand the stupidity of human beings anymore. Yeah. But you see it all the time. I mean, if you just go to YouTube and type in, like, caught or caught on camera stealing or, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many just total dumbasses out there. Really? Totally. See, no, I've I've never done a search like that. Now I'm scared to. Dude, I think you're missing out on a whole part of, like, like I, I, I can take you down some crazy YouTube paths, man. <laughs> you know, it's not just about you know watching dudes getting knocked out, but uh, I like to watch videos of hot girls failing at things and busting their ass too. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an actual search title? Hot girl fails. Hot girl fails. Yeah, absolutely. You'll get hundreds, if not thousands, of videos. <laughs> Or parkour fail, where these douchebags think they're all hot shit because they can do more than 10 jumping jacks, and then they go and bust their ass. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I love it, dude. There's so much more out there. The other day, I spent like six hours watching videos of dudes pulling pranks and getting their asses whooped for pulling pranks. Oh, it's just amazing. It's amazing, like, to actually do it is one thing, but to do it on camera, that's the part that really just baffled me. Like, when that yeah. video first started surfacing yesterday, I, I, I just couldn't understand it. Like, I, I, like you're, you're doing, you're, you're making a criminal act. Why would you do it on Facebook Live? Like, that's just, you know what I mean? That's like, just, like, turn yourself instantly in. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you hear these stories all the time, like, criminal was arrested after liking his own mugshot on Facebook, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, these people are just, I, I, I think that's like, the world seems crazy because we have all of these stories. I think we were just getting away with a lot more shit back then because there wasn't cameras, because people are stupid. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, yeah, I guess this was probably going on all along, and we just 
never saw it. It wasn't being brought to our attention because of the camera situation. Yeah. It's amazing. And and to show you, like, how important that whole, like, camera thing is in society nowadays, like, it's even brought into Hollywood. Because when you watch, like, all the police shows and all that stuff, it's always now you're seeing that in the background. You know, they're having people with their cameras out and, like, uh, you know, where it's got to be part of the uh, the scenes now. Where they got to clean up the people. You know what I mean? Or there's always, like, a clue on someone's cell phone or social media page. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's... And think about how irrelevant cameras really were to our lives back then. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't own one, and I never wanted one. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted a Walkman way more than I ever <laughs> wanted a camera. Right, like, who would have thought a camera would be more important than a phone. Totally. Because nobody uses the phone. Yeah, I, I mean, I I get confused sometimes when I hear my phone ring because that's how rare it is. I just heard, I think it was a comedian talking about this recently. I think it was at the comedy show I was at with Eleanor Kerrigan. I forget. Okay. They were saying, um, you know, years ago it was like the pop-in was like not a good thing. Like if you did the pop-in with somebody, like nine out of ten times the person would probably be kind of pissed that you just popped in on somebody and surprised them, didn't give them a Oh, right, up. right, right. You know, where it was you were supposed to call first to do the pop-in and let them know and give right. them a heads up. Well, now – they said you you have to text somebody to be able to call them now. Right, right. And then like, I started hey, can laughing. I call you? Yeah, I started laughing because I said to myself, I do that with Nick. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the only one, dude. <laughs> Everybody that knows me, I get a Facebook message first. Hey, uh, are you free to take a phone call? It's funny. That is so funny. <laughs> and forget about, like, talk about future stuff. Like, I use FaceTime and Marco Polo now more than anything. You still using that Marco Polo? I got rid of it. I didn't like it. Oh, yeah, dude. I I, I just, uh, I, I use it every day. Wow. Huh. Yeah, I just, I, I, just, I didn't like it. And same with FaceTime. That's another thing. I've I've never used FaceTime. I uh, I wasn't a big, like, Apple fan, but, you know, we got these iPhones because they were, like, free with our plans. And uh, it, it's just cool. It's, you know, just, it's like the future when I was a little kid, the video calls. You know what I mean? Uh, it's totally. It is totally that, big time. Crazy. Crazy that where the world has gone. Oh, totally, man. Remember when we used to think the futures were just going to be like fucking lasers everywhere? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's still time. No, I, yeah, yeah, no, there is. <laughs> 
There's going to be lasers and dehydrated food everywhere, man. Flying cars. That's that's the other one. That... Yeah. I'll tell you what. Did you ever have that dehydrated, um, the astronaut ice cream? I have, yeah. And uh, my wife, like her favorite snack in the world is the uh, freeze-dried strawberries. I never had that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I had the astronaut one. I've been jonesing for that. Where did, can you? I guess you can probably buy that on Amazon, can't you? You can, and I, I've seen it a couple places recently, like um, the Discovery Store. I don't know if you've been to a mall recently, but some of the nicer ones have, like, the Discovery Channel. Okay. They have a lot of cool stuff, yeah. Huh. Here we go. <laughs> first first place that comes up where you can buy it. Amazon. Amazon, yep. Okay. At Cabela's. It's expensive there. It's at Walmart. Oh, wow. Walmart. I would have never guessed that. All right, here we go. At Amazon... Holy shit. Can you get it on Amazon? You can get it by, by like, the case. Right. Oh, this, this has to be a case because it's $29. Oh, wow. Ten of them. So you're getting ten. So that's two ninety a piece. So three bucks. That's not bad. No. Nah. For a novelty sort of candy like that, that's uh, that's not unreasonable. I, I the last time I had it was a couple years ago when we went to um down to Washington D.C. for today, and they had tons of it at the Smithsonian. Oh wow! I had to get some. Man, it's I good. Been down there in years. You know, it's weird. Like the Smithsonian, like I remembered it being a lot better. Excuse me, a lot better when I was a kid. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, everything just seems like bigger and more awe-inspiring when we're kids, you know? Yeah. This is true. Now, there was something else I wanted to throw out there at you. Oh, you know what? Here's something, and I was thinking about. Growing up, there was like two things in life like that I kind of like wanted to do. And now that it's like all these years later, I've never done either of these two things and I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> like, and uh, the, I'll do the second one first. The, the second one was like every year growing up in like the, the eighties with the whole MTV thing, you know, they would do spring break down in Florida, right? Uh, wherever Malibu, maybe it was wherever it was. And you would just see, like just this amazing party going on in Florida with all these bikini babes. And I used to say to myself every year, when I get to be 21, I'm go, I have to go. I have to go. <laughs> right. You right. know? Sure. Absolutely. And now that I'm going to be 47 in a few months, I've never gone and I'm okay with it. Like it doesn't bother me. Oh, now see, that's interesting. Why is that? Go ahead. Go. I want to hear what the 
Well, I, I mean, it's interesting because, uh, like, that's all, one of mine as well, you know, one of those sort of life, I don't, I don't want to say regrets, but, like, something that you, I really wanted to do. Um, and I'm not there where you're at yet. Like, I hate people, and I hate crowds, but I love to be drunk and around people in crowds. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think just one time I would love to be part of, like, just a banging-ass crowd, like, just insane party like that. I'll tell you what, dude. I just watched last week um, Office Christmas Party. And the party right. in that, it kind of bummed me out because it made me miss my younger days. Like I have, I used to be at parties like that, you know, like in my teenage years and early twenties, mid twenties. Right. And I haven't been in a party situation like that in over twenty years, and I got kind of bummed out. I can honestly say, like, I I kind of miss those crazy days. Oh wow, that's I I just one time, you know what I mean? Just want to be part of the like experience, you know what I mean? Right. But the thing is, like, I'd never do it because, like, I, I'm never going to get to a weight, I think, where I'm comfortable being in that kind of a crowd. Well, you never know. Yeah. But go ahead. I want to hear the other one. So the other one was, you know, always growing up, um, every New Year's Eve, we would have, uh, there was my aunt, in one of my aunts in South Philly, she would have this New Year's Eve party every year and growing up every year me and my mom would go down there for the party and spend the night and so we would watch the ball drop every new year's eve and the whole Times square experience of new year's and i used to say to myself growing up every year i just want to do it once i just want to go to Times square on new year's eve and experience it and as i've gotten older uh, even by the time like i was like in my late teens, I was like, I don't want to do that. I, I don't I don't want to be in a crowd of a million people. And one of the biggest reasons why is the bathroom situation. Like, it, as, the older I get, like, I now get, like, I, I feel like my grandmother. Like, I'm always worried about because I'm going to have to, like, take a leak a lot or what happens if I take, have to take a shit. I'm like going to be freaking out. And if I'm in a crowd of a million people, I would be losing my mind. Right. <laughs> oh man, so you just so they're that's just you're good. Like <laughs> I'm good. No more of that, right? Right, right. Like no, I'm good. Like I can cross them off my bucket list without even having to jump in the bucket. Like I'm okay with that. Oh wow. Now it's funny that you say that though because. I think the big thing on my list, and I, I was talking to my wife about this not too long ago, actually, and uh, when I was a kid, like, the, the dream, like, and I don't know if it's the TV, you know, fanatic in me or what, but, like, the, the, the dream was, like, I just have to go to California. You know what I mean? Like, I just have to go there. That's all you have to do is just get to California. Now, I've been to California about a half a dozen times, a dozen times, and it's just another state, you you know what I mean? Like, there's nowhere near as much magic as I thought there would be. But as a kid, man, that was just, that was the goal in life, you know what I mean? But to go to California for what? 
that that just was it, go? man. That's as far as I got. Just like because that's where the TV stars were. That's where you know the rich people were. That's where success and and money and fame and everything was. That's just that's where like the perfect life was. I get that. I totally get that. I, yeah. I, I always had that one too. But then by the time I got there, like I got there. The first time I went to Hollywood, it was 1998, and I actually I won um, I won uh, uh, tickets to go see Kiss at Dodger Stadium, opening night of their uh, Psycho Circus tour. And me and my buddy went, and they put us up on Sunset Strip and all. And we like got there that day, and we're hanging out, and we went to the Rainbow and had lunch. And the the girl at the, the the waitress at the Rainbow, she said to us like as we were talking to her about stuff and all, she's like, you're like 10 years too late. And that like was just a slap in the face. It was just like, wow. Like, right. <laughs> we truly are 10 years too late. And that was, fuck, that was 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. No, totally. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's that time. It's time to welcome a person who wins awards. A person who wins Totally Driven Awards. A person who is just going to not only kick the ass of the United States, but she's going to kick the ass of Norway pretty soon. <laughs> Let's welcome the one, the only, our favorite, the princess of Totally Driven, Miss Rachel Loren. What's going on there, Rachel? <laughs> good. I am good. How was your holidays? Uh, you know what? Your your phone is breaking up. You're killing me. <laughs> Very badly. Can you, can you call me right back? Call me right back. That sort of sounded like a yes. I think so. She hung up, so it must have been a yes. Oh, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so it it is, man. It's crazy that you brought that up because I was just talking about it the other day. I guess that really, like, something like that kind of shows, like, really how, um, as we get older, we do truly change. Totally. Yeah, it's amazing. In some ways, yeah, it, in in other ways, like I still feel like a five year old kid in situations. <laughs> no, definitely. Like I, I definitely don't feel like I should have. I should be like the dad of a teenager. You know what I mean? Like I, in my mind, I'm still twenty one. Right. It's weird. It's scary. And, and, and being the age like where I'm at now, like. I remember when people were that age when I was a kid, and it just seemed so much older. <laughs> totally. No, I, I hear you. Too funny. Oh, man. I wonder if I should try calling her back. She's got to be in a bad spot. Yeah. Her. 
Enjoy this Verizon ringback tone while your party is reached. Ooh. Unexpected. <laughs> your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. I wanted to hang up before. You know what was crazy? I'm calling her, and she was calling me. I hung up on the on the message, and then it hung up yeah. on her. Phone. <laughs> oh. Here we go. She's back. Let's see. Dude, Can we hear you? I hate phones. Ugh. You hate phones? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, thank God. Lord. <laughs> uh, oh. So how the hell are you doing? Hi, babe. <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Excellent, excellent, Good. excellent. Good, so, and uh, I'm doing excellent. There you go. So you're an award winner. I apparently am. That freaking rocks. I mean, I really don't deserve anything like that. I'm just an ordinary, annoying chick. <laughs> I don't deserve <laughs> any awards. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Actually, it, it, the person you really got to thank is Nick. Because as we were having this discussion... Nick was like, he, he throws your name out there, and it just like, it it like just stopped everybody dead in their tracks, and we were just like, oh fuck, like, fuck, it just changed everything. It was just like, oh my god, like, yeah, yeah, Rachel, yeah. And then, uh, well, then I love you, Nick. Thank you. <laughs> well, the, you know, Damn. I was just thinking, you know, we 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 listen to some of the old shows and we go over stuff, and yeah. I just. Every show is reliable to be entertaining and funny <laughs> and insightful. And I consider you one of our just, I mean, you're our go-to guest. Oh, that is freaking awesome. See, I really don't know why. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't know why I'm your go-to guest. <laughs> I don't deserve an award. Thank you. I mean, that is so nice. I love you, Nick. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You rock. <laughs> you are on top of my, my uh, you know, nice list. Uh, <laughs> All right, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so you actually won the the two awards that you were picked for. It was the first one was um, best musical guest. That's awesome. That's really awesome. <laughs> and then you won best overall guest. That's like the best one. That's like Grand Supreme Miss Totally Driven. Yeah, Is yeah. There a crown? And, uh, and I'll Is tell you there what. A crown? We have to get you a crown. We definitely have you to get have you a crown. You have to. Come on. I want one. <laughs> like, it's funny I because that I, I, I said to Nick, I was like, you know what? We, we did an interview with, and you being in New York, you might even have seen this. Um, yeah. We did an interview with this girl, Gabby Greco, uh, okay. early last year, like whenever it was, first, first half of last year. Mm-hmm. A week after we interviewed her, she ends up on the front page of the New York Post as being some hooker that <gasps> took down all these politicians on a plane or something oh. like that. Yeah. yeah. And our oh. interview oh. with her, oh, wow. <laughs> our interview with her, she was in a lesbian <laughs> relationship with this reality star, and we talked them into getting married, and we were planning the whole wedding for her. I called up my oh, buddy who was man. a so from that point on, like I was tunnel vision. That all I knew the whole rest of the year was that was that was it. And then Nick oh, throws your wow. name out there, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh. 
I got to stop and think about this for a second here. And then I was like, you're right. Like she is like every time home run out of the park. So, yeah. you got, you're making me. You're making me like blush. You can't even see it. <laughs> hey, don't worry, it's <laughs> hidden by my makeup anyway. <laughs> you guys are so oh. sweet. They make me freaking cry. This is like my first like radio award. Like that's really cool. You popped my cherry. With that. With that. Done. <laughs> oh, that's I'm gonna really save awesome. That Thank you. Right now. You know that, right? What? I'm gonna no, save what? that sound clip. <laughs> And uh, also, I don't know if you knew this, too. On my top 25 tunes of 2016, I Hate You came in at 13. Really? 13? Really? Like the 13. unlucky lucky number? The wow. unlucky lucky number. <laughs> That's really cool. Damn. You made me feel so good inside. I wish I could just have you walk around with me just throwing really nice things at me all day. <laughs> just walk around and be like, you're pretty. You're awesome. You win. Best artist. Here's a crown. Let's go to Burger yeah, King. Right? Oh, that's like my dream. <laughs> I just walk around with you, put the crown on, like have the long flowing, yeah. like uh, queen esque. Uh, I could be Dairy Queen next to Burger King. There you go. Nice. Yeah, except I can't queen. have milk because I'm a singer. Damn it. Technicality. <laughs> I can't have milk. Can't have milk. They can have dairy. Well, Why? because it, it makes you phlegmy and mucusy when you sing. I mean, I can have it when I'm not singing. But, you know, I can't have it when I sing. It's unfortunate. Now, do you have to, like... There's so many rules. <laughs> do you have to, like, cut yourself off a dairy, like, a certain time before you know you're going to be singing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I tried it at least a week before. I just, I want to be perfectly clear, you know, uh, totally of, of, of dairy. That's hardcore. <laughs> yeah. No, I have to cut everything off. Um, alcohol dairy, anything reflux unfriendly, you know, just, 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 it's just so difficult. There's just so many rules. I'm getting emotional. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a pain in the butt, but it's okay. It's worth it. It's worth it. I don't know if I can make it a, through a day without either cheese or alcohol. I would lose my mind. It's a terrible, terrible thing. <laughs> it really is. No, if I don't have a milkshake or a glass of wine, or French fries. Oh, I'm not very nice. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No chocolate bars. Oh God, it's terrible. Why can't terrible you have French food. fries? Fried food. Yeah, wait a fried minute. food is, is off off the list too. Really? Yeah. I swear to God, yeah. This is this is uh you know rookie information. Just Google it. Just Google it. Seriously, it, it, that is like one of the number one uh, foods for singers to not eat. You know, I, I never knew this. I never knew total no no. Wow. Yeah. So like what what do you eat then? I uh well I eat chicken, I eat salmon, I eat salad with no dressing because dressings are bad. Um so oh, I eat God. it with olive oil. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, that's um, gluten free stuff, uh smoothies that Tony gave me the recipe too. Um, that's it's very boring. I, I'm sorry. Um, this is the one part where I'm just so boring. Um, God, <laughs> uh, I don't know what I don't, I don't know what I eat. Nuts. Oh, that sounds weird. Yeah, <laughs> berries, 
I'm like a rabbit. <laughs> like a guinea pig. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. That's but crazy. it's okay. It's it's just yeah. I miss having like Oreo milkshakes from Chick fil A, believe me. <laughs> 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 so I miss it so bad. You know, I'm from the South, so Chick fil A and, and McDonalds, all that stuff was like like glory beautiful, wonderful place that I would go to, but uh, yeah, means, all this wait a minute. cut out. That means no pizza. No pizza. I mean, you know what, though? Unfortunately, pizza is just one of those things I have to just shove in my mouth every once in a while because I really, I don't think that I could remain being a human if I did not eat a little <laughs> bit. And pizza is, is just one of those things that um, I just I just can't help myself. Unfortunately, I will order Domino's. I don't care if it's crappy pizza. I will eat it because it's pizza. So <laughs> I will never turn down pizza, and I will never turn down Netflix. Those are the two things I'll never turn down. Pizza and Netflix. God, yeah. I'm such a white girl. Netflix and chill. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> what what, what oh, is God. your go-to Netflix show? Oh no, you're gonna laugh at me. Everyone, everyone thinks I'm so stupid. It's Friends. I know. I'm. Uh, don't judge me. But yes, I watch Friends. Because, but see, the, the reason why I watch it is because you don't have to really pay attention. It, you can totally follow the story without following the story. You can be, you know, painting your nails. Not that you would paint your nails. You could, you could be, you know, doing whatever, playing with your ferret, and you can have it on the background, and you know what's going on. I love this show. No, I, I totally get that. Mine is that '70s show, and and it's see, for the same see, reason. You can just leave it on, right? So, thank you. See, thank you. Oh, you get me, Nick. <laughs> God. Hey, I hear you. Seinfeld for me. I, I can just. Oh, Seinfeld's know. great too, though. Yeah, it's it's so funny. It's one or the other. It's either Friends or Seinfeld for for some people, but I could dig dig both. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm easy. Just as long as it's that easy going, no drama, nice and relaxing. Mom looks at me like I'm crazy because all she watches are murder mystery films and 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 like ID channels. She wants to watch people get murdered. I don't understand what's wrong with her. But I tell you what, though, <laughs> if she ever murdered someone, she'd know exactly how to get away with it. <laughs> so That's a crazy if you ever show. need help, she, she knows what to what to do. Did you ever watch that show? That show is absolutely <laughs> she crazy. Shot, she just shot me the middle finger. Uh, no, the show is great. It is great. Um, she makes me watch Element, True Movie Thursday. Uh, I just I just can't. <laughs> Lifetime Movie Network. She's all excited. <laughs> oh, True Movie Thursday is today. Oh, my God. That's what I'm going to be watching when I get home. Thank you, Mom. Yeah. Now, how about no uh, no original programming on Netflix that you watch? Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean original programming? There are any other original shows? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to see if you watch. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, moving on. So anyway, <laughs> what what do you watch? Ben? I, want, I want to know more about you. <laughs> what do you like to watch? Uh, right now, probably my obsession show is uh, American Pickers. How is that? Oh my God, I I could watch that yeah. twelve hours a day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, it, it, I'm gonna watch it. 
it's just it's it's an interesting show. I mean, it's just it's two guys who are just driving around the country, and they get hooked up with these different people who are I, almost like I guess hoarders in a sense. They're like collectors slash hoarders, and they just uh. have all these old stuff. And it reminds me of my, of my grandfather because that's how he was. Mm-hmm. He just like okay. collected everything and. He would go around and trash pick stuff, and he would just fill our basement and garage up with all this stuff. And That's kind awesome, of me of that. Yeah. So, and then, like, they go through and they find all this stuff, and they know, like, the history of this stuff. And then they gave you, like, almost like a history lesson on the stuff. It's just an interesting, fun show. And then I get the goofy idea in my head, like, I'm going to go do this, and I'm going to go make money and, like, be a junk dealer. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, I'm going to check it out. It's, you seem to really like it, and I like your taste, so I'll yeah, check yeah. it out. It's a fun show. It is. Uh, I, you know, I also like Breaking Bad. That's a good one. That was a good one. I had to kind of get in, get into it, though. It, it, it took a minute. I've never watched it. i got to watch that one. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, what about mm-hmm. you? I mean, like, what about you with your original series? Um, superheroes. Yeah, see, I didn't want to watch that, and if you like it, I'll watch it because I, I saw some oh reviews, and I just I just don't know. Is oh my good? god, that's good. Well, okay, put it this way: my, my wife's not like into the whole comic book thing and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. she watched Daredevil, and she was hooked. She loved it. Uh-huh. And what about oh. House of Cards? Because my bartender in my building is actually in that show. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm like, um, I, I always tell him I watch it, and I actually really don't. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, I really wish somebody would watch it to fill me in on that because I, I just, yeah, not, uh, not. Have you seen it? No, I haven't um, seen it. No. No. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I watch a whole lot, but there are some things that. Uh, even even I just don't get to get into or uh, actually yeah. I hate to say this because we're getting along so well but uh, I've never <laughs> seen one episode of Friends. Oh, you terrible person! Oh, <laughs> but you know what? I've never seen one episode of that '70s show. So oh, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> I just I I just you know I I know that it's a sitcom and so I relate to you on that level. But I guess we're even there. Yeah, I, well, I think when it came out, when it hit its, like, huge popularity, I was a teenager, and I was, like, yeah. I was anti-anything that was, like, mainstream, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you sound like me now. Oh, my God, that's funny. Uh, yeah, well, all right, so then we'll make a deal. I'll watch an episode tonight of That 70 Show, and you can watch an episode of Friends. So I recommend one, though. I recommend one to you. It's, I don't remember what season it is, but it's the one where Ross gets a spray tan. And I really okay. wish you would watch that one. It's wonderful. I will. I'm going to watch it. I'll let you know on Twitter. <laughs> I won't tell you. I won't tell you what happens, but it turns um, brown. <laughs> so <laughs> you have to watch how it happens. Okay. Yeah. But I, I will watch that 70s show for you. I will. Now, how, how about with um, – we've talked in the past about this, and I know you've been very focused on the the music career, but – uh, you were supposed to have like a uh, what was it an HBO show you were doing or something or yeah yeah for the vampire thing yeah right. um, see I just 
So <laughs> it was in the works, and I just I just turned it down. At the end of the day, I was I was gonna I was this close to doing it, and I, um, unfortunately, my music got a little overwhelming and very busy, which is actually fortunate because it's really what I do want to do. And right. they started to get very pissed off when I was just not replying or responding or able to make any sort of rehearsal or anything. So um, oh. no, so I, I mean, you know, it was it's more of like this. I can't, it's time consuming thing. I just can't do it. Um, but uh, they, they wanted like a six month contract and all this stuff that I really just couldn't put myself out to do because um, I'm working with two new producers now that are kicking my butt uh, in the best way possible. And we're going to put out a lot of music this year. Uh, this year will be the year uh, for me as far as music goes. And I can't wait to share it with you guys because it's been in the works for a really long time. That's really busted my butt uh, this past year to, to make sure that it is here for you guys. And I'm just, I'm just really excited. And I had a really huge meeting tonight with a manager that I'm going to be signing with. And I can't tell you who, but he's very, very big. Yeah. <laughs> so things are, things are moving um, very quickly already this year. And we're only five days into the new year and I'm already <laughs> freaking out <laughs> with, and I'm leaving for Norway in five freaking days. <laughs> I have not prepared myself like for crap. Um, just, yeah, I'm so bad at procrastinating. I just I'm so bad with with doing stuff on time. It's terrible, really. Uh, I'm with you. I'm the same way. I have to like wait to the last minute, and then I'll just like finally do it. I know, I know. I have, uh, you know, a European flight ahead of me that's probably like a seven-hour flight. You know, two weeks I'm going to be there, and watch me pack on the day of, you know? We just watch it happen. I just, oh. And then, of course, I'm probably going to forget everything because I'm an idiot. So. Now, is is the whole band going with you, or? Yeah, yeah. They're coming uh, two, two days later than me, um, only, only so I can just get there and, and get used to the jet lag and let my voice adjust, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. Nice. That's gonna be yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I've been to New, uh, Norway once, and it's absolutely beautiful. But I went in the summer when it was only four hours of uh, nighttime. This time it's gonna be the opposite. And <laughs> listen, I like to wear short skirts, and I like to wear. Um, you know, dresses, and I, I just, I just don't think that I can get away with it <laughs> in, in Norway in like negative ten degree weather. Oh, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna wear my skirts, and then I'm gonna wear like seven coats on top. That will suffice. Now, it's funny that you brought this up because, you know, I'm going through today, and and I, I think I actually told you this last time we talked back last month. Um, you know, when I'm preparing for my interviews, I'll sit there and if it's a musical artist, I got the music going and all. So I'm going through and I'm on your YouTube channel and I'm listening to your music and stuff. And then, you know, as I'm watching the videos and stuff, it's like, I'm thinking to myself, uh, wow, what video was it? Uh, You were, you were, oh man, come on. Was it it to me where you're you're walking? You have the short skirt on naturally. Now that was the one we were in the woods and all. 
Love Bites. It was Love Bites. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was Love Bites, and oh, I'm yeah. watching it. And, and I didn't pick this up last time. <laughs> you, I, I have a feeling you know where I'm going with this. Oh, freak. I didn't think anyone would notice that. Well, so no. you had this little <laughs> tiny skirt on, and that I noticed there's, that that there's snow in the background. Yeah, I know. There's snow, and I have, like, nothing on. <laughs> and I, yeah, uh, and well, I'm because I'm not going to sacrifice a cute outfit for the weather gods. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> I refuse. I had a cute outfit picked out. And I don't care if there's snow on the ground. I will suck it up. You saw, you saw me. I sucked it up. Did I look cold? Did I look cold? Not away? at all. Not exactly. at all. Thank you. Not at all. You had how many times did you have to watch that video before you noticed there's snow on the ground? <laughs> you know, it's, I've seen that video so many freaking times because I, I love the version. And, and it just, I'm sitting there today and I'm watching. I'm like, holy shit, I never saw the snow on the ground. 70 times later after watching, <laughs> I just noticed there was snow on the ground. Okay, so I guess it takes 70 times. Hopefully people will only watch it 69 times. <laughs> well, well, then it gets even funnier because then I come across this other video, and you know what? I, I, I was like, I don't think I ever saw this. And it was back more of your, your poppier days. And uh-huh. you, have the, you have a general theme going on in, in your videos, I noticed, too, where always these guys are, are – there's always a love. Uh, That's not my fault. Going. I mean, people, you know, work on these scripts with me, you know. Ugh. The next video, I promise to myself that there, there, there won't be anyone in it. It, it, it. Not even my band, it will just be me. I, pr- I already promised everyone because they're tired of seeing some other dude. I'm like, fine. All right, I get it, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, I just think it's cool to have a story, but... Oh, I agree. I'll just, I agree. I'll just pull like an I am legend and be by myself. Fine. <laughs> now, what was the other video? Look, it's not on your channel. Where, again, the little short skirt on, and you're in the snow. You come out of the house, and, and the dude leaves you, and you're oh, in the yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that, you know what? That was, that was in the popular days, and that was, um, that was electric. And it's funny, because I redid this song and made it a rock song, but... No, so, wait, you didn't get it? So I was coming out of the house because he broke up with me, and it right. was freezing outside and snowing, so I threw on my, my rain boots, and I was wearing his shirt as, like, like a nice shirt, like girls take their boyfriend's shirts and sleep whatever. So I was running after him, blah, blah, blah. He, he's a jerk. He left me. So I decided to make a robot boyfriend, and then I, there was a twist at the end where I was actually the robot. So, Yeah. Actually, the robot. How about that? There's actually I was a the robot. About that, kind of. I know. It's but, supposed to be a movie. <laughs> but I, I was just laughing because I, I was thinking to myself, like, she has a, a, a fascination with short skirts and snow. I, I don't have a fascination. That's just my damn bad luck that I decided, you know, shoot in wintertime and have cute tiny outfits. That's not my fault. <laughs> that's, that's Mother Nature's fault, if anything. Oh, uh... <laughs> Too funny. Don't too blame me, Bay. I, I have you. cute outfits ready on the go. Leave, leave, leave my mini skirts alone. They're Kylie. <laughs> now here, here's something too. Like, I'm, you put out there today, and I'm glad you did this. You put out there today. Um, we were going to talk music and life, and something we never have talked to you about. And, and I was wondering, uh, you do have a brother, correct? 
I have three older brothers, but um, two of them are, oh. are half brothers. But one of them is full, and he's the best thing in the world. And he lives with me and my, my parents. His name is Josh, and he has a girlfriend. They're very cute together. I kind of want to puke when they're around me. <laughs> they actually, they actually brought me to a, a Rangers game, and I felt like their mother. I swear to God, it was like like puppy love, and I'm just I felt like their mom, walking them around. It's just awkward. But no, they're great. That's too funny. Well, the thing I was wondering if any of them are in, um, you know, the, the entertainment. Are they interested in the entertainment business? No. Uh, well, my my youngest brother is definitely not. He he can't even hold. He doesn't know what a pitch is. Um, my oldest brother uh, actually graduated from uh, Juilliard as well as med school. He was a concert pianist, but he has severe stage fright, so he can never go through with it. And my middle brother has zero interest in in um, being in the music world. He he is an entertainment lawyer, but um, he he does not uh, yeah have anything to do with that. Interesting. Yeah. Now, are they are they like kind of like shocked with uh, you and the whole uh, singing and everything that you do? Um, you know, yeah, yes, and I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, they, they, they've come to a few shows, um, but they're more into their own thing. I think the one who's most shocked and, and also at the same time most supportive is, is my, my brother, the Josh, um, my full brother. And, and at first he was in shock, and, and now he's kind of just used to it. And um, he, he, like, doesn't even, even come around because it's just too much for him sometimes. Um the crowds and, and not even getting to see his sister after the show for like an hour. He he kind of like <laughs> just wants to go to dinner and go back home or go to a movie. He's not I don't know, he's not totally interested in in um in it. But no, he he's very supportive and I don't know about shocked anymore, only cuz I've been doing it for a little while. Uh, but he he loves he loves the rock music, so he's really happy that I chose that genre. Um but I I don't know about shocked anymore. I think he's just really cool and supportive about it. So he he also, in other words, has gotten used to the short skirts and the snow scenes. <laughs> no, no, my dad and my <laughs> brothers will never be used to the short skirts and the snow scenes because they are men and they they know how men are and they they know I'm I'm his sister and I'm my dad's daughter. So therefore, you know, one will carry a shotgun and one will walk around acting like a bodyguard. It's you know, it's totally normal. It's functional. It's just the normal boy, protective, family vibe. I mean, I have an awful story for you. I was in sixth grade, and I had this crush on this boy, and he came up to me after school and gave me his number, and my brother walked right behind him and slapped him on the back of his head and said, you don't need that, grab me, and walked away. So <laughs> that about sums it up, yeah. Now, how about Therefore, that? I never had a boyfriend until I was like 18 or 19. Uh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Now, how about that? Like, how's um, because you didn't. Well, you for for I guess good part of your life you did grow up in New York. But how about like yeah. uh, kids from school and all that, where they see you now, you know, entering the world of entertainment? Do any of them try to like be the quote unquote friend and and latch on or? Well, that's funny you actually say that. Um, well, the, the kids back in Georgia were all very very mean to me. Um. Even even the teachers, unfortunately. Uh, 
And the kids up here were obviously way more supportive because they were way more understanding and they were also in some part of the entertainment world. Um, and when you say when you say lots on, it's funny. Every once in a while I'll get a message from people back in Georgia, you know, saying, oh, remember me? It's your best friend. And I was like, who the hell are you? Oh, wait, I know who you are. You were the one making fun of me or, um, you know, saying I was A, B, or C, all the dirty words in the book. And, you know, I remember who you are, and then now you're claiming to be my best friend. It's 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 funny. But uh, they'll see me, like, in a magazine and say, oh, remember me? Hey, you want to get some lunch? I live in New York now. And I'm like, oh, bitch, please, no. <laughs> it's like, no, <laughs> no thanks. You can go uh, fake your way into another relationship. <laughs> no, I'm I have, like, my five select friends, and that's about it. I'd rather four quarters and a bunch of pennies, as they there say. There you go. You know, it's weird yeah. because that that's like a huge lesson and it's it's yeah. something I didn't really learn probably until like I hit my thirties. But I remember growing up, my aunt used to say to me, like when I was in high school, you know, I had all these friends and all, and I'm thinking to myself, Oh, these people are gonna be with me for the rest of my life and we're gonna take down the world and all this stuff and she's mm-hmm. hard like you're gonna have three to four good friends that are gonna stay with you your whole life. She's like, All these people yeah. are acquaintances. You only have yeah. so many good friends, and it took me a lot of years to really finally realize that. Yeah, well, you know who my best friends are who stay with me my whole life? It's my mom and my brother. That's about it. Unfortunately, even my best friends um, turned on me. Uh, when I started traveling to New York and L.A., they started hating it. So even the ones that I thought would last forever didn't. Uh, so, yeah, I, again, I just I, I met amazing people here, and I have my family that – you know, they're incredible. Even my grandma's amazing. <laughs> and my godmother, they're all amazing. But that's those, awesome. those who my friends are now. And all my friends are way older than me. I mean, that's the way it goes. Because uh, they, they just understand a little better sure. and aren't so competitive and want to rip everyone's throat out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, we have um, we got a person uh, on here keeps calling in. Uh, actually, Nick wrote the name. Uh, is it cool to take a call? Yeah. Okay, here's uh here's Roscoe. Roscoe, you're live on the air. Roscoe? Oh god. Do you mean my penguin? Oh, this is this is Roscoe. Up. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Wow. Uh, I just wanted I just got a little bone to pick because I heard you talking about all of your best friends. Well, <laughs> no. I'm over Oh, come I'm on. So old, but I'm waiting at <laughs> home and, and okay, where up. are you? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Every, everyone that's Tony Hornell, not my penguin Roscoe, who he, he surprised me with uh, for Christmas. Um, I named him Roscoe. He's a big fluffy penguin that I can't let go of. Actually, you know what, Tony, you're right. Roscoe is my best friend. See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I told you. <laughs> oh, he is. He is. He's the love of my life. Tony made a big yeah. mistake. We need him into my life. I can't let him go ever. It's unfortunate. Uh, I look like like a little kid. I was walking to the restaurant the other day, and some bartender goes, "Nice penguin." I'm just like, "Is that sarcastic, or do you actually like my penguin?" You know. <laughs> well, see, the way it started was actually when I met Rachel. She had this gigantic, huge pink bunny. It was like yes, half, my lucky bunny, almost, almost as tall as her. And his she name is Winston Carnell Ferry at the third. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like gigantic. So she'd be carrying it through the airport, and I thought, hmm, so what? Maybe I should, 
get her some more practical stuffed animals. So, uh, okay, you jackass. You got me an eight-foot monkey. Now, that's a practical stuffed animal? You shove that up well, your that's butt. Well, that, that is the biggest one, but that's only because you said you got to get the best animal you've ever seen in your life, and, and that pretty much is. Well, because, because, you know what, because you were a jerk that day, and I wanted you to drag it through the airport and take a picture, and you didn't, you just had him shipped. That's the lazy way out, I would like to say. No, I look, but they don't, they don't you know, sell them mm-hmm. that way. In person. He's lying, Because no one can carry them. Yes, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> he's a liar. Well, I didn't want to interrupt sure your Bay interview, Orgy actually. Would would go find a giant stuffed monkey and wow. grab him and take a wow. picture of it. Now, don't wow me. It's true. They would. They would, and they would drag it, you know, and they would take a selfie, and they would deliver you know, it to actually, me personally. They would not mail it with the UPS people. Wait, but I remember this. I was on I was on tour with Skid Row, and I was in like, I think I think it was Skid Row, and I was in Detroit or something, at one of those giant crazy airports with tons of shops, and they had this mm-hmm. big stuffed animal shop, and I thought, oh, this will be you know the perfect place to find it, and uh huh. No, they didn't. They didn't have anything that big, so that was uh, that was my only choice was to order it. But well, let's talk about you. <laughs> okay, Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I get to go on tour with that idiot. <laughs> well, she's lucky. It's only two shows, so she won't. You know, I won't drive her too crazy. <laughs> hey, hey, two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. We have to do some finagling on that half of one. <laughs> no, well, I trust you. Hey, how excited yeah. are you, Tony, to be heading over there, too, to reunite with the guys? Um, it's been a, uh, it's it's been an interesting little little period of time here. But, um, <laughs> no, it's exciting. I mean, <laughs> I've been uh, – <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Rachel's laughing because she, it's, it's trying to be professional. She knows, um, she knows the dirt. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but professionally speaking, it's going really well. Yeah, we're we're getting along like gangbusters, and uh, uh, it's a big family no, reunion. Um, oh, but. Uh, no, the the the, uh, the 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 sales are great. I mean, uh, our agent just wrote us an email yesterday, just a couple of days ago, and said that, um, the shows are selling really well. So Rachel's going to have uh, hopefully a full house, um, a couple of full houses to play for. And uh, yeah. you know, my idea my idea was getting her over there to uh, you know get her exposure in a really good rock market where a lot of American artists don't really get to uh, you know to, to build a following. Sure. Um, but it's a great, it's a great, Scandinavia is a really great rock market. They've got all those awesome festivals like Sweden Rock, which is the best festival in the world. Yeah, I'm excited. And, um, you know, so I thought it'd be a good opportunity to get her over there and, and we're going to try I to get really her I just really want press. to see the Northern Lights. I really want to see it. Yeah, she doesn't care about the shows at all or any of that part. <laughs> oh, she just wants to go to the no, Ice Hotel, really? Northern Lights. Really? Oh, yeah, dog sweating. That's on the list. Wear short skirts with big furs. Of course. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's no other way to dog sweat, is there? <laughs> I think we should just take over the show. 
like Bay, I mean, are you guys you guys want to retire or something, Rachel? And I'll just take the show over and. You know, uh, no, we we'll would have... never, ever, 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 ever take away the show from Bay. He's a <laughs> no, genius. No, we'll Nick them. and Bay we'll are the interview shit. Bay. <laughs> we should we'll interview him. No. And, and this is this is the first time you guys have been on together. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Have I never? I thought I thought maybe one of us called in and surprised the other. I don't remember. Oh, maybe, maybe a long time ago you called in. I don't know though. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe that was yeah. one where I was typing stuff. That might have been Roscoe. Could... <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the first appearance for Roscoe. Yeah, yeah Roscoe's I was the trying penguin. to do something clever. Uh, I was going to call and say, "Oh, this is a flight." But, um, <laughs> Nobody gets that, Tony. I know. It's an inside joke. You have to watch Family Guy, it's right? From the, it's it's from Family Guy, and there's like this really, really fat guy who, you know, is like the annoying fat guy when they order dessert. With a bunch of friends. When everyone table, else wants to go. Yeah, everybody else wants to go, and the waiter comes and, you know, asks for the dessert, and everyone's like, no, I'm good. I have to get home to my family. No, I'm fine. And the fat guy goes, I'll have this to play. And then the waiter comes over, and he's like, well, that'll take about 45 minutes. And the back guy goes, that's okay. And then he walks away. <laughs> and everyone else at the table is like, oh, man. It's like, oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So every Good single shot. time we go, we went anywhere on tour, we'd, we'd ask for the souffle. And no one understood what we were talking about, especially at Cracker Barrel. You can imagine. <laughs> Cracker Barrel doesn't sell souffle, so we always ask for the souffle. And then any time they're like, we don't have souffle, we were like, yeah. that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, really speaking of friends, you guys were talking about <laughs> friends. Speaking of friends, you know, I went through that whole thing already, and she's got me watching it again. So, you know. you're welcome for you bringing like, friends back into your life. Yeah, but it's always I'm actually it's catching thing. up on episodes I didn't even see. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you gotta enjoy it. It was a fun yeah, job. Exactly. Yeah. What's that? It's a fun job. Yeah, no, it was a fun, fun show, show. friend. I didn't hear you. Sorry, I missed that. Tony, go away. It, it, he said it's a fun show in the grand scheme of things. Oh, it is. It's a really fun show. It, it's <laughs> awesome. I mean, see, yeah, I'm like Ross. Yeah, but he's a little slow, so you just have to dictate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, extra pronounce your words. <laughs> yeah, it's like the uh, I'm I'm a senior citizen, so uh, well, not quite, but you know, close. <laughs> oh my God. And uh, I actually get mm. senior citizen tickets now when we go to the movies. And uh, yeah, he does. That's pretty He's funny. Senior. But um, oh, man. but see, I'm like Ross, and she's like Rachel. So <clears throat> I am. Rachel. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. But um, Norway's going to be great. Yeah, she's. Uh, you know, we have. We're going to do get her some press over there, and we're working on. Um, you know, some good promotion for her and. Uh, with everything she's got going on over here, um, it's a, definitely a cool way to start the year that we uh, that cool I get to go over to um, start the year. to the frozen frozen tundra with uh, with her. And, yeah, she's making fun of my California <laughs> accent now. <laughs> of course, I won't mention that she's a terrible a couple times, but that's okay. I did not. I did not. Because <laughs> you guys know she's from Georgia, right? Oh yeah, of course oh, yeah. they know that. They've interviewed me over like how exactly. Many years, I was just you know just making sure you know. So. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 
now, yeah. uh, Tony, here's a question for you. Uh, like, has the scene always been like that? Though, like, I mean, it's so big o- over there now, and I guess because of the internet, of course, we all know it here now. Has it always been like that? You mean crazy for rock? Yeah. It's been for us. I mean, you know, I I joined the band and, and went right on tour in the winter and, and uh, was immediately thrown into some pretty good-sized places. So um, ever since I joined the band, it's been, like, crazy, especially Trondheim, uh, which is uh, is the old capital of, of Norway, and it's up in the middle of the country. And um, that's a real rock and roll town. That's where most of the rock bands that did – that had any success came out of Trondheim. And, um, and then as, as things progressed, Ronnie moved back down to his hometown, which is outside of Oslo about an hour and, uh, and built a studio. So we started to work down there more. So the band got sort of split in half with a couple guys in Trondheim and, and the rest of us stay down South. Wow. But yeah, they're nuts for rock they, they love, uh, I mean, look at the black metal scene you have and you've got, um, a ton of you know hard rock bands out of out of Sweden and Norway and and Denmark and Finland as well. You know they yeah. they're hard rock crazy over there. Rachel's Rachel's gonna do great. Rachel's gonna do great for a lot of different reasons. She's gonna do great because she's playing uh, the music that she's playing is it's kind of like contemporary throwback rock you know it's like it's like it's produced in a modern way but it's got a lot of elements of um of 80s rock mixed with 70s rock and 90s rock you know it's sort of got a lot of different elements to it which is perfect and you know everybody over there kind of um she's she's you know as you guys know she's very exotic looking so uh it's uh and beautiful uh and different then everybody looks over there. So I think she's going to do amazingly well. And oh, cool. Yeah. Probably blow us away because I don't know how much those guys are rehearsing, and I'm certainly not prepared. <laughs> In fact, I was, oh, setting, I was setting up my teleprompter last night. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, that really is. That really does. Yeah, he doesn't away. memorize his She's such a good memorizer. <clears throat> now, will you, will you guys be doing uh, any U.S. dates? Because I know there was rumors floating around. Um, we had, we haven't, we had an agent working on stuff. We had to fire him. Um, I shouldn't say that we parted ways is a better way for me to, <laughs> professional way for me to say it. And, uh, we have been talking to a new one and, uh, we're hoping by the end of the year, um, we're working on an album as well. We just signed with frontiers. So, uh, uh, like every other eighties band, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll have hopefully something out by the summer. We're working on it. We're a little delayed because uh, the contract took a really long time to negotiate. But uh, the album will be out sometime this this year. I keep saying next awesome. year. It's We're here. It's 2017, so. Um, it's Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, <laughs> I was going to Rachel, Rachel will be way, by the time we get over here, she's going to be way too too big to uh, to open for a, a, a little band like TNT over in America. Oh, but okay. um, don't be she's gonna be on she'll be on some big tours. Soon. No, we can do Sunny and Sarah and you can be Cher. <laughs> I'll have to grow my hair back then. Oh, you don't need the hair to be Cher. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I run. <laughs> <Wigs. You're laughs> <a wig. laughs> yeah. 
You don't need hair to be shared. Wow. Now there's a quote for you guys to to, to say. Oh man, yeah. hyperventilating. Well, well, Actually, you know what? Your mom your mom does a pretty good share. I heard her in the car. So she's right here. Mom, you, do you do? Uh, hold on one second. No. <laughs> she's I running she did away. A pretty good share. She said, "Leave me alone." <laughs> well, hold on, you're on the radio. Do it on Do you believe? Oh man. Are you guys I'm laughing, laughing over there? I'm or are, here. You, are, you guys, are, you, are you guys driven to drink by this point in the show? Or no, I can't, I can't drink. I, uh, I actually had my drinks earlier this evening, so I'm good. Oh, okay. okay. I'm just I, high I, mean, I figured day. we were driving you to drink, so. No. No, not no. at all. Not at all. No. <laughs> they would never drive me to drink. Only drink together. Well, I didn't want to take over. I mean, keep 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 asking Rachel questions. I can just sit here. Or I can go away. Whatever you guys want. Well, <laughs> well, here, here you go. Since uh, Rachel um, was telling us earlier about being a singer, and you can't have like dairy and fried and all that. Like, did you teach her that stuff, or did she know that already? <clears throat> he t- you know well, what he taught how, me? Here, I can answer this went. question. He taught me. Well, you know what? No, you go ahead, Tony. But but okay. no, that stuff is Google. Here's how the story, but, how but, the story but goes. But he taught me some good things. Go ahead, Tony. It's a, it's a typical it's a typical, you know, story in life. So this is how it starts. Oh, it is not. It is not I typical. Walked, Do not call I, it typical. I came in with, you know, being pretty strict and, uh, you know, would avoid a lot of things and it would kind of drive little by little by little. It would start to drive. It drives everybody crazy. I mean, there are times where I'm ordering uh, yeah, food, and by the time so. I get done telling them to leave this off or leave that off and asking them where the food comes from and is it organic, and, you know, everyone's under the table. But um, so little by little by little, it got to the point where I was super strict about everything, and then I just started to give in a little more and give in a little bit more and then a little more. And now it's this weird thing where she's like, crossing or crossing over each other and she's kind of crossing over to the to the dark side where she met me and yeah I'm the crossing dark over, green side I'm, <laughs> I'm crossing over to the to the other side but yeah uh, the lighter I gotta side, go the back fluffy I have to go back and do and what she's doing. And... <clears throat> no no do not do not do it I don't, don't do, do cupcakes they're a I lot do. healthier now thank you Bay. <laughs> No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back because I can feel it in my I'm actually feeling it in my voice before I even get on get over there and start rehearsing and it's gonna be like you know minus a hundred degrees probably over there when we get there but snow up to our eyeballs and uh, you know there's no way to pack for these trips because you've got thick winter clothes then you got stage clothes well, you might as well and then you got all the suitcase. crap that we both have to put in a it, in its own bag that's got just vocal crap in it. Yeah, I vitamins, just bought two yeah. portable humidifiers, and they're not portable. It's <laughs> like portable my ass. They're they're the size of my head. I'm like, where, oh, where do you where, see mine? I should have got. Like, where do you, where do you put this? You know, it's like, how is this portable? This is a separate carry on. I I don't. Uh, and this is just for a humidifier. This is not steamer or the the lubricant or the uh, you know cough drops. Did you say lubricant? Stuff. Yes, okay. local lubricant. What do you think, Tony? Uh, I don't know. I, I, 
Oh, you mean you mean like Mucinex? <laughs> that's not a lubricant. That's a pill. I'm, I'm, I, uh, so moving right along. <laughs> you know, it, it's amazing. Like people who are, you know, the I guess outsiders or just you know your normal everyday fan will say. They don't realize that being a singer, there is actually all these things you got to do. They just probably figure like, hey, yeah, just jump on stage, get in front of a camera, get in front of a microphone. And well, you know, but, but, but you don't have to do it, though. We're just extra psychotic about our voices because we do different things with our voices. You know, it's like a lot of singers that I know and that he knows that they're like completely careless and, and really don't give a crap and sound just fine because, you know, again, they're they're not singing Um notes that can only be heard by dogs so right. you know um yeah, we have to true. take She's extra right. care to make sure well, actually, the whole entire range is doing okay because we use literally our whole entire range so it's 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 a lot more important to take care of a voice that fragile and you know and, uh, people who take care of it that don't even sing that crazy you know are, are probably smart to do so but i know so many people that, that don't because uh, they just don't need to. But no, we we have to take <clears throat> care and precaution. To you know, our it's funny. Yeah, voices. she's right. She's right. You know, it's funny though. Every famous singer or non-famous, every singer, period, that I meet, it, the first thing they do almost because usually if I'm meeting them, it's before one of their shows or you know, um, I'm backstage before they're singing or, or something like that or after they've sung. And every single time without fail, like there hasn't been one time that they haven't complained about their voice. If, yep. I, if I get on the phone with Michael Sweet, I do. Every bitching day. about his voice. <laughs> and we're, we're both bitching about our voices, I mean. If I get on oh, the yeah. phone with, uh, if I, I went to see Miles Kennedy and sat on his tour bus and he, he was complaining about, and then he went out and sounded amazing. And he was complaining about, oh, yeah, you know, um, both times that we talked. Uh, before shows, actually, before his show. And um, and then, uh, let's see. Well, pretty much every singer I know, Jeff Scott Soto, everybody. And I'm not, I do, first thing I, it's the first thing I do. If someone comes up to me, I go, yeah, hey, I'm not, I'm not really feeling that great. And I, I figured out why I do it. Uh, Rachel's not, probably not like me this way, but I do it because in case I'm bad, I already made my excuse. If I'm good, oh, they can say, wow, man, you, you really sang through it. <laughs> wow. So I have to do that. Just preface every show with "I'm gonna suck," and then if I do well, you know, it's, I guess People there's nowhere to go but up. You know? yeah. <laughs> See, that, yeah. that's the seasoned professional in Tony knowing uh, knowing how to do that. Yeah, it's just you no, know the, the big the big not, mistake that I have to that I have to stop, that I have to stop so doing that a lot of people that. do is make an excuse on stage. Uh huh. Uh, exactly. It's not yeah. a professional move. That's a no, no. That is a total no, no. Rachel and I know some very famous singers that do it almost every show, and uh, we won't really? mention any names, but yeah. Yeah, actually, you like can one you of them a lot. Me later. Huh? Who? Who? No, tell me later. I'll tell you later. Um, All right. But, I, I, but, I, I yeah, got no, a question. No, but seriously, I think what Bay's saying is it is a pain in the ass, and it's it's a lot of work. Uh, to take care of it, and um, we have to live differently. And, you know, it's even hard to convince band members sometimes um, to make them realize, and even guys that have been in the business for many, many years. I I was in a uh, not too long ago where I was explaining some vocal things, and one of the band members, after me talking for about five minutes about this, just said, 
that I sounded like the teacher in Peanuts talking to him about this stuff. Like, <laughs> 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 he, didn't, he just it went right over his head. He didn't understand any of it. I so. didn't see that movie. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so people don't get it. People don't get it. it it's it's hard to convince people sometimes. Anyway, but, babe. You know, our instruments are body. That's the difference. Yeah. Anyway, babe. Too funny. Oh. How about uh, when Rachel After opened up for uh, Sebastian uh, was a couple months back, was it an awkward thing? Well, no, you know, I mean, uh, I, you know, Tony wanted to go to the show and, I'm, uh, and support me, and I was like, okay, so then just come. And, you know, <laughs> I was like, just don't say anything and, and just go in there with a smile on your face like you always do. And anyway, so it was fine. It was great. It's a great show. We get off. I get. I'm sorry. I get off stage and I go to with Tony at um, my merch booth and we're watching Sebastian's show. Then um, suddenly, you know, he, he knew Tony was there and. Um, well, he brought Rob up. <laughs> well, yeah, he 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 said, um, uh, well, Tony, you can finish because it wasn't very nice. You go right ahead. Well, no, it was fine. Nah, you, you tell it better than me. He, he brought Rob Afuso up on stage, and then he kind of said a, said a few things, and it was fine. And no, he said he's no, no. Go ahead. He said this is these are all the real members of Skid Row. Everybody else is a effing hack. And then they played TNT. Poor taste. Oh. I mean, if you're gonna make fun of somebody, I mean, at least make it classy. That was just horrific. <laughs> I didn't see. No, I heard about that. Like he, 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 I heard he threw the comment out there, which I thought was like pretty. Yeah, because uh, Rob let let him know that he was there and wanted Tony to say hello, and then he's like, "Yeah, never mind. You don't need that." And then he threw that comment out there, and it was awkward. And then we left and went and ate fried food and drank some alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, that's funny. Um, no, it's true. She did about thumbs up the evening. She really did great that night. I got to say, um, place was packed, and she won the audience over, um, you know, close to a 1,000 people that night. And, uh, yeah, it was um, it's really fun to watch. Um, it's always yeah, fun to watch Rachel perform. Yeah, it was actually pretty much one of the best shows ever. It was great. And I know you guys probably have to wrap really up. Great. But, yeah. And, uh, but I got to say, I've been watching this girl now with the rock thing just, like, grow and grow and grow and get better and better. And it's um, – I had about uh, – I don't know, maybe – how long was it? Maybe not a year, but like eight or nine months um, that I didn't see you perform. And uh, yeah, I have to say that um, this girl is, I mean, it's like, wow. You know, uh, I don't know how recently oh. you guys have seen her perform, but. Um, I didn't even pay him to say that. <laughs> I've never you seen her so perform, nice. but I'm I'm going to be seeing her perform very soon, and we're going to probably make an announcement very May, soon. May, on oh, that rhymes too. <laughs> I'm like on a roll. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Mayday. Maybe. That's probably that's probably something I don't even know about then, but good. Well, you yeah. know, we've just been talking about it before yeah. we got on. Little instant message conversation going on before she called in. Yep. Yeah. Fancy, fancy, fancy. Oh, that's the thing down. I know. Okay, I know what you're talking about. That's the thing down by down by you guys, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, okay. Hell Shopping. yeah. 
Yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. Hell yeah, babe. Let's go. But it, 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 her band, the band she has together now is, is just like, I mean, it's been sort of, you know, a whole, as you would expect it to be when you're first putting bands around yourself, you know, they tend to, and she's a solo artist. So, you know, it's been, it's been sort of evolving and, and the music now is, is coming on so heavy with all the music she's doing. And, uh, she's got, you know, several, so many sources of great songs, um, from, uh, the writers in Sweden that she was, uh, work was working with and, uh, the two new guys she mentioned before, so there's so many good songs, and she's just slamming it. I mean, I was out on the road for a few uh, dates, and uh, man, it was just like she's just really, really a star. And I say that like with all seriousness, and it's not for any reason well, other I'll than I can just watch best. her objectively. You know, hmm? I learned from the best. No, no, no. <laughs> well, uh, don't get don't throw me in there. <laughs> <laughs> No. Do but not thank, make me thank, kick you later, because I will be seeing you. I will kick you. Okay, that's true. Um, and I She's have one of them one. already. I'm gonna have to cover with makeup. But so anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> but Rachel's uh, one of them ones that no, have that really. Effect. She really is killing it. She's killing. It. There's no. There's oh, no thanks, female babe. singer out there like her right now. There's no female singer out there. Uh, there are some good ones. There's some. You know, really talented people but there's nobody like Rachel. Rachel's got her own thing um which I'm really happy about. She's really developed into uh not just a singer that's pretty, but like you know she's really become an artist and uh that's only going to I see I see her because of her age as well. Even from one show to the next, there's this huge leap forward. And I remember when I was um you know, this sounds so bad, but I remember when I was her age. Um, oh, my uh, God. I remember okay, when, Grandpa. I, I, just, I know that when you're young, like, you, 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 one show or one week, you can, like, grow leaps and bounds. And, um, and she is right now. She's just experiencing that a huge, huge growth spurts, I guess you could say, in her um, artistic uh, – you know, but I also actually did get a growth spurt. I'm one inch taller than I was two years ago. I knew you were going to go there. I just knew. <laughs> I just knew. It. I'm about seven and a half. And the she's half almost half. as tall as me now, for God's sake. And then when she puts the heels on, it's like, you know, I have to look up a little bit. It's not very. That's like, makes you feel good, though, because you did just say when, you know, you were my age. But then when I'm standing next to you, I could be like your mom. You know? Wow. From, from the back. I could be like, wow. you know, walking me no, to. Cool. I don't think from the from the front. I, I my, God rest my mom's soul, but I don't think from the back, the side, or the front, there's uh, anyone that's going to think that you're my mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> and it's really nothing to do with my mom. It's really just yeah. to do. She with had heaven no in her ears for that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I would love to know. Um, we, we've talked about this person with Rachel before, and actually, Rachel hmm. does a couple of this person's uh, songs live here and there when she does like uh, the cover shows and all. Um, what is Tony's opinion on like a Lizzie Hale? Go ahead. Um, you know, we, we met Lizzie uh, together um, about what, three, about three years ago. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, occasionally 
send a text back and forth or whatever. I wouldn't say that we're buddies or anything, but um, I think she's she's cool, and I think Rachel thinks she's really cool. And uh, in fact, I think from everything that Rachel's told me, she she really looks up to her and, and respects her okay. quite a lot. And uh, and I I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that I was the first one to play Rachel a, a hailstorm song. Um, on, yeah, uh, you and my brother my... around the same time. Yep. Right. Josh played me played Love you. Bites and you played me Break In. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think she's great. Um I think she's a good guitar player. She's a she's a you know, uh got a great voice and um and but but again I think that um uh how do I say this? I, I I just think that she's you know she's already up there and established and she's what into her early thirties now, which is not old at all. But I think that right. you know Rachel Rachel is the natural next generation of uh, you know the girl the girl that in my opinion uh, should be uh, you know the the next one. And uh, I heard it when I was uh, working with her very early on. The first time I heard her open her mouth, it was like wow, that's a big sound. You know, it's a big voice, and um, tiny room. That tiny room, but big voice, yeah. And uh, <laughs> that voice has only gotten that big voice has turned into uh, she can she's really just doing so much with it now. So I grew um, a pair of her, balls. What's that? I grew a pair of balls. <laughs> well, you know, well, let's hope not for real, but yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. uh <laughs> but no, I mean, and her stage presence uh, is the thing that really, uh, you know, not just has her voice been getting stronger, but her stage presence is like, it's, she's just really fun to watch. It's a fun show. Her band is awesome. They're all really nice guys. Um, the group of guys she has now, it just is all coming together. And, that, and, and, and it's a fun show. It's a really, everything about her show is just, you know, you got this sexy, charismatic front girl um, singing like nobody else can right now. And then you've got uh, just a really solid, um, you know, very talented band behind her of, of nice guys that really support her both on and off stage. And uh, you can see that they get along and there's good camaraderie there. So, yeah, I mean, I pretty much kind of like what I'm saying here right now is really that I'm really jealous of her because um, I don't, I've what? never been in a band. I've never been in a band situation like that before, where it's so oh, that's smooth. Yeah, we, we're pretty again, lucky. I've never really I mean, been I'm, the I'm boss of my own that band. way because these guys are. There's no drama, and there's just no stupidity, and there's no diva complex. It's all really just a wonderful little family I got going on. And yeah. uh, two of them are really new, and they just fit right in like a glove. And I don't know. I couldn't be happier than than I am than I am with these guys. They're great and very talented and very professional, and they just never mess up, which is annoying because it makes me feel like shit every time I mess up because they don't. Oh, here's one right now. Hey, Percy. He's making cat noises and doing wagging his tail and doing fake ears, and now he's going to smoke. All right, bye, Percy. You know what this you should do, Rachel? Man. You know what you should do for Bay just to, like, lead him out unless for he's got Bay. some other, uh, unless did he's got some other enticing. Did you hear that? The worst part is I haven't lived there in like thirty plus years. You know, <laughs> you, you, you heard that though, right? But yet she you thinks got, you I guys heard like that, right? Nick, are you still there? Oh, I heard. Did you hear that? 
Yeah, that, that was that was a heavy one. Hey, Tony, well, when we first bed, met, I was, ta- I was talking to her about her smoothies, and I was like, you really have to have more protein. And she's like, say that again, protein, what, dude, what, <laughs> protein? Protein, dude. Whoa, dude. There's some waves. It's in San Diego. Dude. Let's get some waves. Um, <laughs> but, Rachel, why don't you do your, 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 uh, your, your dolphin whistle tone version of Tell No Tales for them real quick, just like a little bit of it. <laughs> okay. Don't really have to do this. <laughs> this is really funny, guys. Uh, every, you, all right, turn your mic. I mean, your your listening devices down though, because this is this. And put all animals far away from the phone. All right. Oh boy. Okay. I have a headache after that. Is, I don't think it's coming through. Is your were you right on the phone? I, oh God! Don't tell me how to do it again. Hold on. Oh, I I heard I, I heard. I heard it. Was you guys didn't hear that? <clears throat> All right, shit. Hold on. There you go. That's better. <clears throat> now do it. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 I have a really bad headache after that. Can you guys hear that? <laughs> you just, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I hear it. It's, ridi- it's, yes, ri- it's ridiculous. It. In it's fact, ridiculous. Their, their ears hurt. I can't <laughs> sing that song anymore, so if they really want to do it, I'm going to I'm gonna have to say, well, guys, then you're going to have to keep her in the country for the whole tour and have her come out and do a couple of things. Cause, Dude, I will so sing that song. I love that song. You know, I haven't been able to, 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 to figure out if there's any sort of, you know, testicle device that I need to be using to get back up there a again. testicle I device? Yeah, I something to squeeze them, you know, so I can get up there again. Like the old days. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> come on now. You, you, I, I'm sure you can still hit them notes. He can. I don't He's know, a single wuss. All I have to do is step on his toes or kick him somewhere. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's the device, though. <laughs> well, yeah. kicking him in the nuts. Well, I can buy it. Right, Tommy? Well, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, the, the great, the, the the beauty of this whole thing is that I see I had my own reasons for having her be, you know, be over there and and open a few shows so that she could uh, do just that. Tell her, Dork. Out of the bag. Of course, you know what we're gonna do is, you know, they want to have a good time and and drive up <clears throat> in the middle of. Uh, the frozen tundra in the winter time, uh, they want to drive and, and make some you know, tourist stops a few places. And our road manager and, and, and manager and, uh, and bandmates are going, Oh wow, this is really dangerous because, uh, we might have a singer stranded in the snow someplace with a show in a couple, like a couple days later. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, yeah, well I'm going anyway. <laughs> uh... You don't know. Mom's driving is is pretty darn impressive. No, I gotta she say, dri- she drives I, I tried, in, I tried Utah to explain. in like blizzards. She she drives well, in, in blizzards in 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 Utah and in the mountains, um, with no yeah. guard railing. She is fine. Yeah, the best the best one was last winter when uh, every car we finished skiing and we were trying to get back to the hotel. The every That's car was sliding <laughs> off the road. It was literally yeah. just like an ice rink for cars. And they were just, yeah, they were and, just and, going, and mom was just like swiping them out of the way. <laughs> she just kept going and she didn't even have four wheel drive. She went and got yeah. four wheel drive after that. And she got out of it and nobody else did. And there was at least 20 other like, cars trying to get out. 
She was like yep. she was like Jim she was like Jim Carrey and Bruce Almighty where he just like makes all the cars move to the side and then drives through. <laughs> like that's basically Yeah, that's what I was except, thinking. She just put her little fingers out and the cars just off to the side. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to snort. But when she talks like that it's just so damn funny when she says she puts her little fingers out. Because, you know, What's Rachel's really tall and her mom's, her, mom's, her mom's little and cute. And, uh, she's like a and pocket she always, mom. She's like a little tater tot. She's a pocket mom. A little nugget. Yeah. <laughs> a little tater tot. <laughs> she's, she's five foot two. <laughs> she's five foot she's a, two. She is going to kick your ass when you hang up. And oh two my inches God. of pure amazingness. <laughs> oh my so God. much <laughs> packed into one little person. Well, say hi. Come on. You never do here. Hi, I'll guys. tell you one thing. She, she packs a... <laughs> She packs a good slap, Stop, though. Mom, get, she slaps me on the head yeah, pretty damn giggle, Mom. <laughs> She's running away again. I bet you guys didn't expect this for an interview, huh? Yeah, right? She put up the Antichrist cross. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Here, Mom. No, relax. <laughs> no, she's shy, apparently, now, all uh, of a sudden. Rachel does really, though. She, she, she needs, you guys have to we'll start working on this crown that she was talking about, though. I honestly. really want one. Yeah, absolutely. I really do. Get her a crown. So Even if it's like a cheap paper one, like it, like a Burger King crown, I am fine. I just want a crown. And you can write on it with a Sharpie, you know, totally driven yeah. entertainment, radio, um, art, princess, you know? Yeah. Totally you fine by me. Well, we will crown you in May. Ooh. Nice. Cool. It's going to be like a ceremony. <laughs> there you go. I wonder what I should wear. Oh, I know, I know. Short skirt. <laughs> <laughs> As hey, if you there's know. anything else. Kick me, kick me. <laughs> oh, why are they so what? What, Mom? Why are they wearing skirts? No, they're not wearing skirts. I'm wearing skirts. Well, a skirt. Although, say, remember when we talked about putting you in a dress? Um, Who are you talking to now? Oh, Bay. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, think Bay. we did. Yeah, for some we did. <laughs> we yeah. did. It was like two ago, maybe, and two episodes ago, and and, and, you, and you, you you said that you would. Well, let me note. just tell you something, Bay. <laughs> if she wants something to happen, it's going to happen. So don't even fight it. <laughs> I mean, I can tell yeah, you. I told a story. you address. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I can tell you a story. I can't finish the story, but I can tell you that. <laughs> we were having um, drinks and dinner with Billy Sheehan one night and I can just yeah, tell you that she grabbed that his, story. no, I'm not going to finish it, but she grabbed his phone and he didn't even resist it. And she went through and found some interesting little, you know, and was laughing and da, 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 whatever. And yeah, it's whatever, you know, what, when she wants it, you know, you can't like say no. So if she wants to get a dress, um, you better start visualizing yourself in a dress is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty yeah. Much. Uh, yeah. Um, I hope you don't have a problem with that, though. You know, uh, it matters how short the dress is. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and I'm not shaving Real my. Real men wear dresses. How about a kilt? <laughs> a kilt? Yeah, I'll do a kilt. No, not a kilt. kilt. Oh, come on, that's a cop out. All right, if you wear a kilt and you have to wait, have wait, a dress, I do. A cop with p with a p at the end, or that's yeah, sorry, I, I said a cop that. out. Well, it could work checking. either way with a kilt. But, but that is a cop-out. <laughs> oh, going from bad to worse. 
but but you you do need like a bagpipe, you know, to blow into. Wow. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm gonna shut up now. I swear to God, maybe if I had alcohol, I would be more calm. <laughs> maybe that's my problem. <laughs> uh, I've, I, I, I've, I've extended her interview way too far. Don't you have to go back and rehearse, Rachel? Yeah, well, yeah, but I'd much prefer to talk to Bay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm sorry, Bay. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, it's probably take way longer because it takes like seven hours to get one sentence out. Hey, man, how you doing, Bay? Dude. <laughs> I do not totally like that. Yes, you do. And you even catch yourself now, and you're like, shut up, shut up, Rachel, shut up, don't say it. (laughs) Shut up. Every single time, babe. But you know what has happened? My thumbs, my, my, my texting skills, like people flip out when they watch me text because for like, Somebody my yeah, age. Yeah, you look like a mad could, teenager girl. <laughs> I do. I text like a girl. It's so great. And it's it's her fault because his little fingers can, are like I've a never fire. communicated with anybody through text as much as I do. You would think her, you'd like so, with those fingers. Uh, I mean, no, they move. My hands like actually it. have. <laughs> like I think I'm getting carpal tunnel girl. from it. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, say it again. Oh my God. I sing like a girl too, right? Is that, is that... Well, I, I got to go there, like but now that, that you did, <laughs> I got a review like that once, where the guy said, "Great band, but the guy sounds like a girl." <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Just tell uh, them that I was singing in the back for you because you were sick. <laughs> um, seriously. We just sang. Oh, we just did uh, the immigrant song together, and I and listening back to the to the. Uh, to the video, I swear to God, it's like I looked at her at one point and I go, Wait, yeah, "Oh, that, he means he means he and I did it together." And you know, so we, yeah. we were listening to it um, without watching the video, and we couldn't really tell at one point who the hell was singing. It, it, it was yeah. that uncanny. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's like as yeah. I get older, you know, and 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 start getting a little more beefy, and and I take his balls, he gets a little more high. We kind of sound. Like we we're sound merging very into, similar. We're merging. Like even her mom's voice is back in that one. Uh, squirrel sounding. Thing. Yeah. So yeah, no, we were listening to it, and and we just couldn't tell. So we were singing what riff we forgot, and we looked at the, at the video, and we're like, "Really? That was you? Well, good job." <laughs> it's like really, it's we're just pretty... complimenting ourselves because we sound identical in that video. It's yeah, really especially in the in the higher register. It's like great. It's really weird. So, um, yeah. Ask Rachel a couple Maybe more questions. Maybe we should get Bay on there. To go, we, we should get what, Bay what on there. What did you guys do? The immigrant song. Now, what? you know what? My did you just say my opinion on the immigrant song? Well, I no. I, I mean, we should get you to sing it with us. Oh, 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 oh stop! Come on now. Yeah. Because if no, you remember, you I actually said last time, don't do the song no more. No more Zeppelin. I know Tony loves Zeppelin. Really? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You wanted me to sing something else. Yeah. What is, Why well, did you think that? Why did you think that, Faye? Well, I mean, when we're going to Norway, we're doing the Zeppelin song, but we're also doing two new ones um, that I've never done with my band. And one of them is a Guns N' Roses one, and one of them is a Whitesnake one. So. Oh. I'll yeah. tell you what. So, 
mean, that's not, that's night, not that is not Zeppelin. Still in a huh? night. Oh, yeah, well, we're the doing funny, still the funny thing, that is one of them. The funny thing about a lot of the tracks that she does is, um, especially the older ones, is uh, there is a pretty much every, if you can find them, any bootleg or anything online that you can find of TNT playing live from 84 through 86, we, we played the Immigrant Song. And um, okay. there's a live video that Ronnie found from 85, I think it is, uh, from Bergen, and uh, at, we're going to try to release it at some point because it's fairly good quality, and that song is on there. I mean, it kind of made sense. Norwegian band come from the land of the ice and snow, midnight sun, hot springs, you know, blah, blah, blah. So right. um, I think it's really cool that she's going to play there for the first time and she's going to do that song. It's a little bit dumb. And believe me, her doing that song, as far as I know, has absolutely nothing to do with me she didn't know tnt used to do it for no. three, the first three years exactly. i was in the Ace band was in the band that oh. was that was his idea and i had no intentions of, of doing any zeppelin whatsoever and then we went to the lucky strike for an all-star jam night and we saw somebody do it and we wanted to actually do a mashup at first with that and a dio song and um it ended up being uh, aren't like one of our number ones that we that we always get um, asked to do. So yeah, yeah. And then yeah, she's but... coming on. Um, just to plug a, another little thing, she's uh, she's coming with. Um, <laughs> I'm actually uh, bringing bringing the girls on on the Monsters of Rock cruise. So um, we went to see Trans Siberian Orchestra um, a couple weeks ago and. Uh, Joel, Joel, uh, Joel, Joel uh, Hoxtra does a morning acoustic thing uh, every day on the cruise and brings all the singers and people who are on the ship in the other bands to come up and sing with Yeah, them. I hate so, him for um, doing it in the morning, <laughs> by the way. Well, it starts at noon, <laughs> but on a cruise it. ship, that's technic- That's morning. On a cr- well, actually, even for us, that's morning, I guess. No, that's um, morning, actually. <laughs> yeah. But um, but we were backstage and... and uh, and I said, Joel, you know, he said, yeah, he said, you want, you know, you want to do something. And I said, yeah, get Rachel to do something. So she's going to do something. And um, I thought of it because her, her rendition of Still of the Night and Joel's and Joel's and Whitesnake, of course. Um, and her rendition of that's pretty, uh, pretty badass. If you guys haven't heard it, it's, it's really you know, good. I, I love her version of it. Even hey, David hey. Coverdale uh, commented on her Twitter page about it. So, yeah, um, we had a little chat. And so did Glenn Twitter. Hughes, actually. Cool, she didn't cool know. Dude. It was Glenn funny because she goes, she goes she, I, we're, we're like just hanging out, and I get this text from, from her mom going, who's Glenn Hughes? And I <laughs> immediately knew, oh, he must have commented. Great. Okay, so he commented on the song. And I was like, okay, so here's how the story goes. Yeah, so and Glenn Hughes and David. No, so then I said Glenn Hughes and David Coverdale were in uh, Deep Purple together, and uh-huh. Glenn plays bass and sings incredibly well, and a lot of people call him like the voice of rock. And uh, and then and, and then Tony just, goes, "Oh, I'm inferior now, and I just want to slap him." Ugh. Yeah, yeah, because these guys are like you know rock royalty, and I'm sort of anyway, like. Anyway, as much uh, as I love you all, I have to go because my rehearsals ended at. Uh, Midnight, but I love you guys very much. Thank you for having me on Bay. And Nick, oh. Nick thank you for crowning me to <laughs> very awesome You're titles. Welcome. Yeah, <laughs> my world. I, I don't deserve it. Again, I'm really not that interesting or that wonderful. I'm just uh, just a, a girl. So thank you. 
I really appreciate that. And you know what? You guys have believed in me more than I believed in me. So I really appreciate you guys interviewing me all the time. Uh-huh. And I love you very much. Both yeah, of you. We love you too. So thank and, you. And you know what? You've proved yourself every time. I mean, even, and I was thinking when he was saying early on, like when he was first, uh, you know, teaching and all, I remember the first time Tony came on, he was telling us about you then. And that was like over three years ago. So, yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. We're Team Rachel yeah. and Team Tony. See, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to push somebody that's not going to, um, that that I don't think is going to deliver and stand on their own, and uh, that's why I've never really pushed anybody out into the world like this before, and uh, and she really does deserve it. So, um, yeah. And so, well, anyone that's anyone that's on your show so you. that's going to be on the cruise, make sure you go check out Hoxtra's morning acoustic thing because she'll be you know if you're curious about hearing and anyone her, who's in Norway be... listening to this I'll be in, in your country both yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> well it's not but my but seriously time. though thank you so much guys I really really appreciate it you you're welcome you love more than any other radio station and I appreciate it we appreciate you we appreciate both of you Aww. absolutely and Bay, I will see you in May babe. absolutely <laughs> I'm hoping oh, that wow. the other bands finalized for the weekend, and I'm going to make an announcement next week. So. Awesome. Okay, perfect. So I love you guys. Bye, Nick. Bye, Bay. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Bye Take guys. care, Tony. Bye, guys. See you. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Okay, buddy. See you both. Bye. Take care. All right, we there to go. All right, so people. I have to ask you then, Bay, um, if I had to come out for one thing, do I come out in March or do I come out in May? Oh, May. Okay. Because <laughs> I've been scrambling all week trying to figure out a way to come out in March. Well, I'm going to – you heard – I mean, it's going to be her, so you know that now. Oh, uh, I'm, sure. I'm going to tell you the other band. I'm going to type it to you right now. It's confirmed. Oh, nice. <laughs> and here is another band that is I'm waiting on a finalization of. Oh wow! Yeah. So, and then I just need to get a, a fourth band, and we will be completely set. Nice. So yeah, May definitely. Now let me ask you a question: Will you do like? Are you going to be like the rock band lottery guy? Like, are you going to find some just smaller band just looking for a break and always put them on first, or for for what this show or or well, well maybe not this show, but in general, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I love that idea. You're like the Santa Claus of metal. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm all about like you know. If I dig them, yeah, absolutely, you know, and and it's all the shit. Like once these shows get going, all they're not all going to be metal. I mean, yeah, they'll probably be like seventy five, eighty right, right. metal. But I, I'm going to do other stuff too. So we're going to we're going to follow. Well, I like the idea of the acoustic show. That sounds like I'd I'd have a really good time at that, no matter what. Yeah, I'm really psyched about that. I can't wait for oh, that. Yeah. And I also to we got so much stuff to talk about, dude. So much stuff. When, 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 when are we having our first meeting? What's that? When are we having our first meeting? 
<laughs> of yes, 2017. Yes, we, definitely. Well, like, like I said, if you want to do it, if you want to set it up and, you, and like, record it so we can go back and listen to ideas and stuff, that's fine, too. You just let me know. I don't do shit all day long anymore, so... Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. What's uh, what's going on with school? Did you get that situated, or it's kind of just uh, it's working itself out slowly. Gotcha. Yeah, but I've been enjoying not having any responsibility. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> this is where you should be selling uh, Disney videos on eBay now. Yeah. No, I just. Wait till I hit the store tomorrow. <laughs> get them, dude. I, I mean, it, it, you, you look at it this way. I mean, you're probably going to get them for dirt cheap. It's worth the, for just to take the chance. I mean, if somebody buys one, it's worth it. You know what I mean? They're like two for a dollar, so yeah. Yeah. It's well worth the investment. Totally. It sucks. Janetti had called back in like uh, 90 minutes ago. <laughs> he couldn't get a word in. <laughs> yeah, he yeah he finally bailed uh, about ten after eleven. Too funny. Oh. Inter- interesting tidbits were. Uh, yeah. Very interesting stuff. I've been trying all show to find out who Christian's friend is who used to date Mariah Carey's new boyfriend. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's funny. Look at you. That's I'm on deep, it. That is deep stuff right there. Yeah, it is. That's funny. Wow. You got me huh? down to 2% this show, buddy. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I, 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 I could keep going, but I know your phone's going to die. Let's, uh, if you're not doing nothing, let's, uh, let's talk tomorrow. Absolutely. Dude, and I'm telling you, give Marco Polo a try with me one more time uh, next week or something, and, and I'm telling you, you'll love it. Remember, you didn't want to watch Arrow when I first mentioned it either. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a good touche right there. That's funny. All right, well, we'll talk tomorrow. And uh, everybody, right. thanks, thanks uh, you know, thank you for coming back, Nick. Uh, thanks to Janetti, who was uh, James Bond tonight. Uh, thanks to Kristen Burt, called in earlier show. A lot of great stories and news and stuff like that. Thanks to uh, Danny and Marky from uh, Crown of Earth. And thanks to good old uh, Rachel Lorin, the princess of Totally Driven, and Mr. Tony Harnell for calling in. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned. TotallyDrivenEntertainment.com. Look for us all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. There's going to be tons of announcements coming up. Uh, actually, tomorrow night, a little uh, plug tomorrow night down at Tusk. Our good friends, uh, Three Parts Dead from Boston, are playing down in Philly tomorrow night. Uh, oh, actually, nice. Yeah, I'm going to head down and check them out. And um, I might, I, I, there's another good show there Saturday, too. So, uh, yeah, Tusk, South Street. That's going to be uh, one of our places we're going to be doing some shows at. So go there, check them out, say hi to Mikey Primadonna for you, for us, and uh, there you go. And before Nick's uh, phone completely dies, uh, (laughs) stay driven. See ya.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.